Hard weekend. Over to you, Griff. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Super Snap UK podcast, where smooth talking and smooth balls are all the rage. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> this is going so well. I'm really glad I bothered to script that for you. Uh. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Every week it gets harder to stay quiet during that intro when you know what's coming. Yeah, that's what she said. Right, well, we have six games to cover from the weekend. Some teams were straight up mowed down to the bone. Some were forced to trim their hopes and expectations quickly and quietly. And some were comfortably and safely through to pound the next round. Smelling good and feeling fresh. We'll take a depth, an in-depth look at each game and assess who overachieved, who underachieved, and how Mike McCarthy ever got another job. Jim, John and Paul are here, as well as pod dog number four, Enid. Hello, Enid. Uh, say hi, everyone. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Sadly, no that Gary this week. He just couldn't hack the stress of another Niners playoff run. Can I just interrupt how stressful it must be watching your team in the playoffs? Oh, man, it was. Oh, God, I'd hate to watch my team in the playoffs. It was really, it was really stressful. Who is it you support again? The worst team in the league of the last five years. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't worry about having to be stressed on playoff weekend for a while. <laughs> okay. Only one team in each conference had a bye this year, so plenty of rest for the Tetons and the Packers. Everyone else, let's play off. Woo. Game one, Raiders 19, Bengals 26. Christ, I didn't even have pubes the last time the Bengals won a playoff <laughs> game, which is just as well as manscaping hadn't been invented then either. Whoa! <laughs> oh, yeah, we haven't, we haven't okayed that advert yet. <clears throat> so, a fairly close shave for the Bengals, but in the end, the better team emerged from the undergrowth and laid to rest the past 30 years of playoff agony. I've realized this is a perfect opportunity to madden is very realistic and accurate because it was john who brought this point up to me that joe burrow and the offensive coordinator of the bengals are playing madden like i would i've got one good receiver and i've got a quarterback with a good arm i'm just gonna overdo that constantly (laughs) and let's hope for the best and luckily they came up against the raiders who yeah didn't seem to understand the fact that you had to Double team Jamar Chase. Well, even if you did, like CJ Uzoma had some catches in the first half, um, but yeah, it was it was the Bowen and Chase show, um, and the defense for the Bengals stepped up when they needed to. This wasn't only the longest drought for a playoff win in NFL history; it was the longest current drought in any of the four major American sports leagues. So. No one had been this shit for this long. <laughs> is basically what that's telling you. Some time for Giants fans. Oh, the new streak starts now. We've been a streak for a while. <laughs> there is that. Um, just to add to the not having pews, I wasn't at school. I hadn't actually gone to school yet the last time they they won a playoff game. Uh, and where are you now in life? I just finished school. <laughs> <laughs> I was held back many, many times. <laughs> I've managed to grow hair, lose my hair. Yes. <laughs> and grow a hu- well, you didn't grow a human, but you participated in the growth of a human. I was present. You, yeah. 
<laughs> and I presented. Still are. <laughs> I hope I did. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was also that, that funny thing you saw um, that was going around social media that nobody had ever sent a text message talking about how the Bengals had won a playoff game. Yeah, that's frightening, isn't it? That's frightening for the Bengals fans who deserve this. They've had a hard time. Technically, no one still has sent a text message. You want to use WhatsApp now, right? Do we still send text messages as they were? I think the Americans probably do. Don't we bypass that technology. I mean, even I, my mum uses WhatsApp. Uh, now. see, my yeah. parents—it's it's text message. So the only person that I text messages me is sat at this table. Is it me? Oh, that Paul has just texted me saying the Bengals won. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you're the first person to do just it. Just to make sure that yeah. is a fact now, not just social media hype. This uh, this was a tighter game than a lot of people had uh, penciled it in to be. Four field goals made each, which is the first time in playoff history. And and to be fair, the Raiders could have won it right at the death. They, uh, they marched 70 yards down the field. And unfortunately... For Raiders fans, Derek Carr picked off on the edge of the end zone, but it was that close. Ultimately, um, I thought Zach Taylor froze a little bit, didn't didn't try and close the game out with Joe Burrow, tried to close it out with the run and some conservative play calling, and gave the Raiders that chance to win. But that's what you kind of should do as a, as a coach. You should try and drain the clock as much as you possibly can. We've all played Madden, we've all been there, unless we're playing the Giants where we want to absolutely rack up the score. That's how you win games. Sorry, I haven't. I mean, you, you, you talk like I've done. I haven't played Madden since about 1996. So you have played Madden, then? Yeah, yeah. But I've never right tried then. to rack up the score. I was just trying to work out the buttons. There was only three at that point, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. Yeah. I was still in trouble. I told you all you need to know. Um, the the point being though, the Raiders certainly gave it a good shot. Ultimately, I think you would struggle to say that the better team didn't come out on top. Absolutely. The Bengals, far and away, looked the better squad in this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it leaves you wondering what would the Raiders have been with rugs on the field and, uh, well, half of their, their squad not having been injured during the season. Waller hasn't looked the same since he was injured. So I'm not sure they were in the best shape to produce an upset. No, I still don't like some of their play calling, though. I think they only ran the ball 14 times. I know they were behind. And Josh Jacobs looked like their best player. Yeah, exactly. Josh yeah. Jacobs had an average carry of <coughs> 6.4 yards per carry. Yeah. And I know they were behind for quite a long period of the of the match, but that meant they were behind with a long time, a lot of time to go. They weren't, they didn't need to rush it. I think I get the feeling now sometimes some coaches are impatient when they're behind. Yeah, they almost lose their head. Sean McVay is a little bit like that. I think a really good example is Carl Shanahan the other week against uh, when the 49ers played the Rams. He didn't panic. Just play to his strengths, keep running the ball. And I think that's what the Raiders could have did. They asked Derek Carr to throw 54 times. That's a lot. That, I mean, Derek that Carr's a, a good player. He's a good quarterback. You know? And you, know, you, look, you look at that and go, well, yeah, all right. But it's still a lot of times against the defense, which was playing really well. You've got a half-decent O-line and a, and a first-round running back. Yeah. I completely agree with you. I think with the Raiders, though, this is an opportunity to kind of take some hope from this. Any other team that's had what's happened to them this season wouldn't have made the playoffs. No, hundred percent. Rich Bisaki deserves a go for me, but he's not. I know he's not the marketable name, but he's the name that got them to the playoffs. I I agree with your sentiment. There is no chance that if he'd have won this game, I think he was in. There yeah. is no chance that he he keeps nah. the job. I, I think it's a shame uh, because, like you say, it comes down to marketable name. 
They have to have something to put above the door. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, Gruden was a name above the door, and, and it worked. People wanted to come and play for Gruden. Whether or not it was worth anything, I don't know, but it was marketable. Rich Passaccia is, is not marketable. I can't even spell it. It's, it's not, it's not going to help them bring in players. So they're going to be looking for a coach, but anybody should be looking at this squad and thinking, look at what they've overcome and where they got to. I am not a million miles away from a deep playoff run with this team. Rich Passaccia sounds like somebody <coughs> who's henchman beat me up in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what you should be doing is looking at this team and thinking, yeah, Derek Carr, it, that is good enough. It's I not, can win with Derek Carr. It's not just um, Versace that's changing at the Raiders, is it? No. Uh, we learned in the last uh, 24 hours, hours yeah. Yeah, that uh, Mike Mayock is also gone. So they need a GM as well as a head coach. Mayock and Gruden were tied together. He was never going to survive yeah. this, I don't think. It doesn't It doesn't strike me as a surprise. It's only a surprise. It probably didn't happen sooner. Um, I, I do feel sorry for Mike Mayock because from, from everything I can understand... He wasn't in charge of making first-round picks. That fell to Gruden. And the problem with the Raiders has been the first-round picks. Yeah. Right? They've actually got value from la- in later picks. You think about Max Crosby, who's somehow an all-pro defensive edge. Let it go. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's an example. You know, from the third, fourth, fifth round down, he's actually got value. I think he's done a, he's done a decent job there. But to your point, they want to bring in someone established and someone a good name above the door and almost start again. Aren't most of the good GM picks already interviewing elsewhere? Is yes, it? get them. Get but them they're not straight. hired, at least. Yeah. So there's still, a, like, you know, likes of the 49ers person, Adam Peters. Um, there's a lot of others. Nothing else spring to mind because you know, they're difficult names to remember. Forties, potentially. Yeah, yeah. That Forties. guy at the Bills who Joe. That's right. Shun. Shun. <laughs> Pardon, excuse me while I have a stroke. Yeah. That's, that's also what she said. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> There's a few interviewing from like franchises which have had a good season, 49ers. There's two from the 49ers. There's a guy from the Titans. New England ultimately always put someone into the mix as well. But these um, GMs are going through their second round of interviews. I know the Giants have started their second round this today, I believe. They're going to fall down the second round. Well, yes, because it's, it's there's nobody internally going for the job. Which is good for <laughs> Which is good. But, uh, yeah, it means that, yeah. I'd have just run through the offices with a flamethrower to get everyone out. As well, <laughs> I, I, I found out today the Giants, because um, they have two owners, because it's one of the few... Mara Wellington, yeah. Um, uh, they, uh, it's very rare to get them in the same place at the same time. So, uh, like, uh, Mara, I think, does the first batch of interviews then you have to go and meet with Steve Tish separately which just sounds like an absolute clusterfuck so yeah apologies yeah we've got to stop talking about that with the Giants yeah we're talking, playoff. we're talking about playoffs we're talking about playoffs yeah so yeah. Joe Burrow multiple touchdown passes who was the last Bengals quarterback with multiple touchdown passes in the playoffs well it wasn't Andy Dalton because he only threw one didn't he would it be Boomer Esiason it would be Boomer yeah. Esiason back in 1990 uh, nice this is quite a time he looked He's okay, just, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> Through the whole game, you like you saw him pull up to the stadium, saw him come out dressed. I don't know what he was dressed in, but yeah, some call it cool. I don't. Um, but through the whole day, he just looked so relaxed and so chilled. And I think it was um, one of the Ryan brothers, Rob or Rex, who said he is the the next coming of Tom Brady. And you can see that because he's just so controlled. Yeah, he's. They're calling the NFL. 
on social media today were saying this is the beginning of Joey January or January Joey. He's his last and sometimes um, marketing department should be trusted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's ten touchdowns to no interceptions in his last three games. And his last three games he's played good teams. Oh yeah, he's playing brilliantly, and he is the primary reason why they are where they are. It's, it's credit to Joe, but let's give it time before we anoint him as Tom Brady. I didn't anoint him. One of the Ryan brothers anointed him. Oh, perhaps we won't listen to them too closely. Two men who are out of jobs in the NFL. Um, Daniel Carlson surpassed Sebastian Janikowski for the most points scored in a season by any Raider. 163. That's quite impressive, considering Janikowski was nailing field goals from them for fifty odd yards forever. Yeah, yeah. He, well, uh, he's been Carlson was been automatic. He all was season. brilliant in this game. He's been brilliant all season, and again, it's another foundational piece. You look at the teams that chase round after good kickers for season after season. You look at the team that got rid of him too quickly. Was it the Vikings, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 that's right. Fifth round pick for him as well. So they're not they're not always thrown in the mix when you're talking about the foundational pieces. But Carlson and then. Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr, Darren Waller. Who wouldn't want this job? It's it, it's a great job. Assuming it's not Basaka. And it's in Vegas. Exactly. You know. Why would you not want this job? This is the first time a Raiders job has been desirable in 10 or 15 years. I mean, to be honest with you, me personally, again, I said this last time, I was like, I couldn't, no. I couldn't live in Vegas. I'd be dead in a week. <laughs> if you're giving me multi-million dollars and making me live in Vegas, <laughs> someone will die. <laughs> and that someone will be you, clearly. Um, <laughs> I think it's fair. Can you tell me the last time uh, the wildcard game had two quarterbacks making their playoff debut? No. 2005. 2017. That was close. Want to tell me who they were? Seven. Dakota Prescott? No. No, because Dak was um, later. 2016. Uh, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. I'm not going to tell you. Sorry. One of them was Blake Bortles. Good lord! Well, the other one wasn't Ben Roethlisberger. The other one was not Ben Roethlisberger. Who so, did they play before that? Oh, was it? No, it wasn't. No, we to say Tyra Taylor. No, it was Tyra oh, Taylor. Oh, yes, Tyra for Taylor. the Bills. Bills yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And uh, but probably they're both their only playoff uh, appearances. Well, I know probably playoff runs. More to the point, not of the calibre of Joe Burrow and Derek no. Carr. Can you think of that? Also, that's their only playoff appearance yeah. as well. January balls. <laughs> <laughs> only shows up for January. That's the problem. Can you that's look at problem. that Bills team with Tyrod at that point and look where they are now? We should be hiring that GM. We should be hiring somebody involved in that process. You're back on the Giants again, aren't you? Just fucking Stop it. it. Move on. Yeah, yeah, let it go. You've got to let it go. Um... Jamar Chase, nine receptions, 116 yards on 12 targets. He is going to be the target every time. Somehow the Raiders didn't manage to pick this up. We knew their cornerbacks were going to be a problem, and they could not stop the connection to Jamar Chase. That is key for the Bengals moving forward. He's really right? good, though. I mean, he can literally moss people, can't he? Yeah, yeah. Like, there were a couple of plays where he, he didn't push off on the defender, but he certainly used his physicality to remove the defender from the equation and then catch the ball. He's just a joy to watch. Do you remember when uh, a week before the season, everyone was like, oh, have you seen it? He can't catch. Because he, he did have a bad pre-season games. And then I do remember because Gary doesn't let us forget about it. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got to have nailed down O'Roy. Yeah. Um, I would have thought so. 100%. I can't see how you couldn't have, have done that. Nobody so. else calls it O'Roy, do they? No, no. just you. Yeah, just I, just I, I had to it sounds a like a muppet. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like an Irish fella. 
<laughs> oh boy would be the most Irish name. <laughs> I was pleased to see Eli Apple emerging. John, any thoughts on that? Oh, he was rubbish. <laughs> Wasn't rubbish. <laughs> he was only rubbish at the Giants. He's been serviceable at the Saints and serviceable at the Bengals. Yeah. He's, not a, he's not a star quarterback. Locker room cancer, Eli <coughs> Apple. Apparently. He was a... Yeah. It um, might have been the locker room that was the issue. Yeah. I thought we weren't talking about no. the Giants. <laughs> I did wonder. I did wonder. He was, fi- he was fine. Right. I have some points I'd like to uh, to for you to address for me. Uh Best player this season on the Raiders. Over Carlson. Daniel Carlson, so, yeah. Paul, John? Renfro. I'd say Renfro. And I would also say Renfro. I think he's really stepped up. Oh, he's, he's, I hear Max Crosby's very good. I hear Max Crosby's very good. Better than Bosa is I mean, what I heard. I suppose Max Crosby is probably their only all-pro. I mean, Max, and then that, that means a lot. <laughs> Max Crosby's probably the most Jones. dominant defender in the league, I'd say. <laughs> Definitely the most dominant edge rusher. I mean, yeah. he has to be to be all pro. <laughs> no, uh, Renfro. I, I would say Renfro has I really made an name for himself. Most disappointing player on the Raiders this season? John Gruden. Um, I, I would like to take... Well, I mean, there's one obvious one. We're going to leave this leave. obvious one aside because yeah. he was brilliant until he was removed from the situation. Um, I, I will tell you my answer is Leatherwood. Yeah, I was going to say Leatherwood. not been yeah, good. Yeah, he started off... Left tackle, moved to right tackle, now he's right guard. It's basically being can-canned out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to the end of the line. Yeah, it's not uh, a great Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, no. It, jo- I was expecting a bit more Josh Jacobs, but he'd been injured. I, you can't really hold that against him, but like, we, I don't know if we'll ever get a full season out of Josh Jacobs, and that really is disappointing because he's very, very good. Bit like a sack one. Um, Jesus again I know the Giants they just keep coming up um, Boomerang this one's a slightly unfair question because of the situation but give the coach a, a rating out of 10 uh, Raiders I'll, I'll, coach yeah the Raiders coach we're, we're just going through the losing teams because the rest of the teams we're going to see later in the playoffs but Raiders coach Rich Passaccia out of 10 8 yeah, yeah for me 7 or 8, eight, I eight. I think yeah, eight. he had a, he had a he had one job, which was to get to the end of the season. Yeah. And he surpassed he's, that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Got handed a shit show, pulled that locker room back together, and he's, they're in the playoffs. It's nice to see players wanting to play yeah. for just a guy. He was handwriting letters to the players. Mm, that. Yeah. And um, tell him to fuck off. That was the weird thing. <laughs> 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 Why didn't you win? You could have got me a job, you bricks. Um, do you see the coach? It was on, I think it might have been on Instagram or something, the coach relationship with uh, Zay Jones. And, you know, I think there's a real tight-knit um, sort of feel there since uh, Gruden went off to check his emails elsewhere. <laughs> and um, normally, you, 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 for the last few years, you've, you've often felt that there's something not quite right there. And actually, it's a shame. It's a shame now that we're going to be... Are we talking about the same Zay Jones? Yes, yeah, the yeah, same Zay Jones. Yeah. So do you want to give him his full title? <laughs> Buffalo Bills receiver Zay Jones arrested after nude fight with brother. He seems like he has rebuilt. Well, he's rebuilt. He was not bad uh, this weekend. He's no, built been he's bad. Good. Very good. He's replaced um, the aforementioned Henry Ruggs. Um, and um, I think there's a, a there's a good community feeling there, which is a shame that uh, basically they're going to start again. <laughs> I think that Rich Versace having observed him on the sideline has never been on the internet and doesn't know about the <laughs> new, new brother wrestling and just treats him like a normal human being maybe that's for the best biggest change needed for the Raiders to succeed next season 
single biggest thing? Um, they need to make full use of their first round picks and not just sort of... Problem is they only got one. They did have three. Yeah, no, they, but they've, yeah, they've wasted too many for too many years now. And but For me, they need to just find better players on defence. We've, yeah. we've laughed about Eli Apple, but he's one of their better defenders at the back end, and that's a problem. They're very good against the rush. Uh, I don't think they're very good against they the pass. They cannot defend the pass. They just don't, they don't do free agency well, and I think they'd need to actually just... You're right, they don't. Yeah. They seem that needs to attack free agency. They, always seem, to, they seem to bring in what I think of as like mercenaries, people not, who don't want to be there for a long time, they just want to be there for the paycheck. Yeah. I think, for me, one of the biggest changes... I think we've probably seen... This isn't answering your question, you could have a go at me, but I think because we've seen this happen throughout the season, the, it just needs a culture change there. It feel like even under Gruden, the, the place always felt a little bit toxic. If you I just want a culture change, you stick with Rich Basaccia because it's happened. Well, that's what I'm, I mean, that's why I think he should be given at least the opportunity to interview because he has turned yeah. around that, that culture and he has kind of done a almost like a us, us against the world type locker room. They'll bring him someone like Mike McCarthy because he's a name. Yeah. Jay Gruden's not doing anything these days. Out of the frying pan and into the frying pan. Yes. <laughs> so, I believe so. Okay. Game two. This was a stunner. Yeah, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Patriots 17. Bills some. Uh, 47. That says here. 40, 40, 30 points more. This was about as dominant a performance as any quarterback could put up as Josh Allen led the Bills and they creamed the Patriots, scoring on every single drive and consigning New England to their worst playoff defeat since 1963 when they were the Boston Patriots. Never punted. And the last time Bill Belichick smiled. (laughs) (laughs) Or had an erection. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know why I know that. but Today's today's (laughs) podcast brought to you by Viagra. Uh, have the Bills rounded into form at the right time or was the opposition just unable to provide a stern enough test I will tell you that Patriots defence looked like it was one game too far they have been brilliant this season and for the last month of, of the year they're just being caught out on big plays giving up massive chunk yardage because they have always been on the field and so you asked me before we started oh, it must have been hard right in this part of the no it wasn't you're right if you'd have given me 10 and 7 and playoffs before the season, I'd have snapped your hand off and said thank you very much because it came with the caveat of if we do that, we've found our quarterback for the future, which we have done. He played fine in this game. Two interceptions, yes, but he had two touchdowns, 260 yards? 32. 232 yards. He was fine. Mac Jones not the reason we conceded 47 points. The reason is the defence are shattered. Hightower didn't look great. There are others who just look gassed, and I, I suspect that's where the rebuild will happen. I don't expect as much to be there done are, on offense. Yeah, I mean, you said it before we start. There are some old guys on on the, in the New England uh, defense. Devin McCourtney's been there a, a long time. Dante Hightower, you mentioned Carl Van Noy's getting on in, in, in years. Jamie Collins is, is still there. All these players are younger than us. <laughs> Not me. Mm. Mm. Um, I could still be an effective kay. blocking Titan. <laughs> Just from standing in the way. I'm pretty big. Yeah. Pretty wide. If you want to circle at tight end, I'm your man. <laughs> so like I was saying, there's some pretty good <laughs> guys. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, and that's kind of probably where they need to improve. And uh, they've done they've done a lot to improve the offense. I think the offense is much better than we ever expected it to be after last year. Um so now they just focus on the defense, bring in a couple more 
guys who can do a job. Yeah, the draft. It, it's Belichick's good at drafting defensive, defensive players. players. You find players that yeah. fit the system, which is why Jamie Collins always looks like an all-pro sort of like Crosby when he plays for us, but but not like that for anyone else. Well, it's like so many players who've left you and then looked really average. I mean, the Lions giving Trey Flowers well, that salary is. Laughable, yeah. Yep. Malcolm Butler isn't even in the league anymore. No, you know? yeah. I know. It's uh, so I think where the Patriots are now is where the Bills were last season. They're building something. They're getting experience of the playoffs. Two years ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Two uh, years two ago. Years ago. Two, two years yeah. ago. I, I think Josh Allen and the Bills are a, a solid two years ahead of New England, but that is fine because this is the second year of a rebuild without the greatest quarterback any team has ever had, and these things are successful. Okay, so most successful, but there were bound to be steps that needed to be taken. We were never going to go straight back to the AFC Championship game. And yes, it was disappointing, and yes, it got to half-time, and it was stupid o'clock in the morning, and I stopped watching. I just watched the highlights of the second half. They weren't many. and But that's fine. I, I, can't, I cannot find anything to be upset about because I was delighted that they got back there. I thought Cam's illness last year really stopped us pushing for the playoffs. And this year we got back to playing the way New England want to play, which is defence, 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 run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, two passes from the quarterback, score. And that's it. We Nick, Nick Falk kicked the most field goals I think any Patriots kicker has kicked in a league season. But we won a lot of games that way. So I, I, I just don't have a lot to, to throw out as a disappointment. I'm perfectly happy with where they are. And I think they'll probably go a step further next year. We're forgetting one very important point here as well is the Bills are fucking phenomenal. Yeah, so we were going to get to that. This is the, the main question. They've, they've rounded into form at the right time of the season, which is great for them because there have been some patches this year where they've been rough. Don't forget they lost 9-6 to six to the Jags earlier <laughs> in the year, which uh, tells you a lot you need to know. I don't understand that game. The, the key Absolutely th- bizarre. The key it? thing for the Bills appears to be they've got a running game, which means you yep. can't just they've wait got, for Allen. Well, they've got a running game outside of Josh Allen. Yeah. And With Devin Singletree, suddenly he's been given the job solely given the job and it seems like that's boosted his confidence he's like oh I can run the ball and confidence is the key thing because Josh Allen definitely dipped earlier in the season was making rookie errors again and now he's back to being Josh Allen some of the runs and some of the uh, ad-libbed pass plays are incredible that first touchdown the first touchdown was ridiculous and at that point I knew it was over because he ran for about 15 seconds round and round and round in a circle and no one touched him. And then he just lobbed the ball out there and scored. He was trying to throw the ball away. Yeah, yeah. Dawson Knox has been quite the underrated player of the year. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if that was an award, Dawson Knox would be up for it. Except you forget it about Dawson Knox and you'd probably give it to someone else. But Yeah, when you name your top five or six tight ends, you never consider him. But his overall contributions this season, he's been... Every bit as important to his offense as more or less anyone else outside of Josh Allen. I mean, he's like most of the players in the Bills. He's unremarkably good. A bit like us on this podcast. Yeah, I think that's really. fair. You're right. They've got a couple of star players: Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. <clears throat> but then you look at some of the other players. You know, like, I mean, you mentioned Dawson Knox. Yeah, it's all right. Gabriel Davis is sneaky good. Even Isaiah McKenzie is is sneaky good as well. Like they've got a, actually a few weapons there that can just step up and rotate into the, into the lineup. And their defense is playing well again as well. Defense has been up and down cr- this it's season. It's been criminally underrated though. Like it's been a top ten, top. They five had defense. been bad against the run. Yeah, but they seem to have sorted that issue. They have fallen down. They started. They started the in the first four weeks. They had two shutouts. Admittedly, yeah. they were against the Texans and the Dolphins. It's but hard to shut out a team but in the NFL. Just, it doesn't yeah, it doesn't. You know, 
I mean, if you were going to pick any teams, the Dolphins at the beginning of this season and the Texans would be pretty early. But, you know, yeah. so, but yeah, like they, they started off well and then they just plummeted for a while and then they've come back. So, yeah, you know, uh, since the uh, the Week 15 win to the Carolina, pa- uh, Carolina Panthers, they've been absolutely on it. And... Uh, so yeah, it's the Bills have been playing angry since they lost that ridiculous game where the New England Patriots just ran the ball yeah, for the yeah. entire game. They've been they were massively offended by the way the press dressed that up as okay, you still can't beat the Patriots, and pretty much since then they've been immaculate. And I, f- uh, I think it um, it irked uh, McDermott as well. Of course, it did. I, th- I think um, it all came out as you know you were out coached by out coached by Belichick, yeah. and it's like I think he he came out and he went. It's not. It doesn't take much coaching to play like 1950, and you know, just run it on every play. And in some ways, he's right. In some ways, he's wrong because he still lost. Um, you know, and but yeah, I think um, I I I picked the Bills at the start of the year, and I started to worry, and now it's not looking such a stupid decision. I also very much like the Bills for the Super Bowl, so this is uh, this is going the right way for me. I've been a big Josh Allen fan. From the very beginning, yeah. Look that up. I was. Uh, I, I think they're in. They're in great form. This, this is wonderful. So, back to the Patriots before we move on. Same as before. Best player on the Patriots this season. Who has contributed beyond where you really thought they would be? Uh, J.C. Jackson's been very good on defense. Mondre Stevenson. For me, it's Damian Harris. It's carried the well, offense. I was t- coin toss between the two. two I think John makes a good point with JC yeah. Jackson. He's been brilliant. Although uh, I think he'll be contract. gone. Yeah, I think he'll be gone. We don't tend to renew. I, I know it's distinctly average somewhere else. It's a bit yeah. too easy to pick, but Mac Jones deserves credit. That yeah. he could have easily crumbled under the pressure he had there. Yeah, like I say, any of those first round quarterbacks that have Bill Belichick would have had this kind of season. He just is maximizing what you can get. Trevor Lawrence on this team would have been incredible this year. <laughs> he yeah. just would. But it, you look at it and you know, he's coming to New England. He doesn't have a backup, so he, it was quite clearly going to be on him. And you look uh, at what's... Yes, ha- he has a backup with quite a few Super Bowl rings. But you look at... It's the same as... Uh, Super Bowl winner, Brian. Oh, yeah. Yes. But you look at what's... Uh, the guy at the Jets, similar situation. Wilson, yeah. You know, and just coached awfully. You know, he's so lucky that he yeah. came into, you know, yeah. New England. Uh, but yeah... Uh, I, I did think of Harris. I think if you could merge all the, if you could just merge run offense into yeah, one player, because like Harris game. had some time injured, yeah. and Stevenson came in, and then, uh, but yeah, no, been, it, he's been You're off the, the fence, John. No, I say they've all been great, but J.C. Jackson on defense has been oh. lights out. Yeah, I like that. That's a good chat. Um, most disappointing player of the Patriots team this season, Nelson Aguilar. Um, was he not predicted? Johnny Smith. Just say Johnny yeah, Smith. Johnny Smith yeah. is is my answer yeah. as well. At least Henry scored lots of touchdowns. Yeah, yeah Johnny Smith done very little. He's been blocking, 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 and then missing with injury. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying with Aguilar, but he was predictably disappointing because Matt Jones was never going to be a downfield thrower, and Aguilar is a bit like Deshaun Jackson. Needs to get free, catch the ball, and run into the end zone. Kendrick Bourne was really good in this game. Actually. Kendrick Bourne's been quietly very yeah. good all season. Um, you were premature to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. I think there's you know, a, a, a good few receivers coming through in 49ers at the moment. So. You're defending your prematureness? Yes. Okay, just checking. Whoa! <laughs> uh, biggest change needed in the Patriots organisation to succeed? Um, 
Somebody I think you, you mentioned bringing some youth into the defense. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like some, uh, like a a, uh, a short receiver for for um, Mac Jones. So not like a short, like a, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like slot receiver. a slot receiver. Someone like a Jarvis Landry or Michael Thomas. Or who's gonna Danny go, Amendola. Danny Amendola. Someone's going to run nine yards, turn around, catch the ball. I think Jarvis Landry would be great on this team. That's a really solid shout. Not a bad shout, actually. Yep. Um, a solid pass rush for me. Yeah, Judon really went off the boil. Yeah. And, and that's part of what I'm saying about the defence. Like, they didn't show up in this game at all. There was no pressure on Josh Allen whatsoever. And his red sleeves really fucked oh, me really off. really annoyed me uh, as well. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, but, yeah. I, I, if it annoyed me, I imagine Bill must be absolutely <laughs> fuming with them. Well, this but. is a this is a great jumping off point for Game Three because things that fuck people off. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. So uh, Eagles fifteen, Bucks thirty one. The Eagles will soar no higher this season, and the final score was kind to them. But it's been a successful year, all things considered, despite the Brady-led Bucks blowing them out on Super Wildcard Weekend. There's been a lot of talk about Hurts' performance, but really, Todd Bowles and the Bucks D deserve the credit here because they were brilliant. Taking away, before we get on the shit on Jalen Hurts show. Oh, what's my favourite part of the show? Is that on Eurotrash? Yeah. <laughs> Niche reference. The, yeah. Ins- the internet provider scrambles the service for you. That Bucks team is much better than them. Yes. A hundred yeah. times better than them. So losing to them, I don't think you can blame this on any part of the Eagles other than they, they played a team who are much better than them. Had a much better roster, had a much better coaching system, had a but much better motivation, and were on the upswing. The Eagles, I wouldn't even say scraped into the playoffs, kind of like fell into the playoffs. They're in the playoffs because of the deficiencies of other teams, but I still got to say, like you, you should have. They should have been watching the Bengals Raiders game and gone, God, if we, you know, if you had a half decent quarterback and uh you know a really great wide out we should probably just keep chucking the ball to him and they didn't they they they, they really Devonta like Smith got, got some five, catches in I this think there was 5 minutes left in the third quarter before Devonta Smith had a reception yeah, yeah he had four receptions on 11 targets and I know, for 60 yards in the I end. know this is a good defense but you know there were there were injuries you know that people were, were dropping down and I just feel like I feel like it's a, a missed opportunity because th- th- this is an Eagle team that is probably going to have to keep rebuilding. And you've fallen into the playoffs by luck. And, uh, uh, you know, you could have... It would have been nice and fun to see them bloody the nose of the Bucks a bit. And but apart from garbage time, they just... Let, by by garbage time, the Bucks players had their feet up already. It was incredible. Yeah. They were barely playing. It was like business decisions all round. Like, I oh, just let them go in. The, the, the running touchdown at the end. I mean, it was just like I, I, we could tackle him, but I don't want to hurt my shoulders yeah. for next week. Do you, want, do you want another depressing Tom Brady record? Oh, I bet he's got like Sonia. More, uh, more, <laughs> more playoff wins than half the league <laughs> yeah. or something. This was the fifth playoff rematch between a starting quarterback and a team that he had lost to in a Super Bowl. Tom Brady is the only quarterback to win the rematch. Like, just putting something else to bed, just ticking another thing off the list. It's, I mean, uh, yeah. He's got a bet, much better team as well. Than, Jim and I um, were listening to something on the way here where they made a point that Tom Brady has now won two regular season games worth of playoff games. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, yeah. 
We, I mean, I've been shitting on Jalen Hurts for most of the season, and I'll continue to do so. But I don't think it was all his fault. No. On, on when did they play Sunday? Um, Twenty-three of forty-three, yeah, two hundred and fifty-eight well, yards and a touchdown. He had two interceptions. The, the, the number which pisses me off most there is the forty-three. Yeah, it's too many. It's way too many. Yeah. You, only, you only attempted to run it seventeen times. Yeah, and eight of those were Jalen Hurts. So that's the reason they stopped running it, a running back. A, they were lots of points down, but B, Todd Bowles had got his defense stopping the run. The, the Eagles were averaging nearly two hundred yards this, per week this rushing. Was all, always the issue with the Eagles is that they only they can only play one way. Yeah. And it's and we've always said if you can set the edge, keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket, and have enough pressure up front, you can beat the Eagles quite easily. Yeah, and and so so it seemed. The thing the thing is, they did just come up against a better all round team. Yeah, Todd Bowles has barely been mentioned as a, a head coaching candidate, but I think he deserves another shot. He never stood a chance with the Jets. Nobody he, stands a chance with the Jets. He's been brilliant here. Ah, uh, it yeah. might have been Troy Aitman who said it on commentary. It's like. You can't count the, his Jets experience because the Jets are a, a trash they, or the organization. Jets suck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's basically, yeah, that's, you shouldn't even, you should take that off your CV and just look at what he's done as a defensive coordinator both here and at Arizona before he joined New York. Looking where the Eagles are going to, they've got three first round picks. Yep. Yeah. That's an interesting team to watch this offseason. And, and Jim aside, they've got three first round picks and their quarterback already and their coaches are seemingly well set. Well, they've got a decent backup. They've got two options at quarterback. Yeah, I think um, Gardner Minshew is okay. Yeah, Gardner Minshew is one of the better backups in the league. We've seen this. I don't think we need to dwell on him. I I think the Eagles are set only to to move forward. So I'll start early with the questions. But what's the biggest change the Eagles need to make for next season? Quarterback. I couldn't disagree more. I I don't see what the problem is with Jalen Hurts. I'd bring Jalen Rager into the center of Philadelphia's city center and have him flayed. <laughs> it's ahead. not his fault they make some really strange decisions uh, uh, and uh, you know like we we're going over the people that they could have chose instead of Jalen Rager Justin Jefferson you know um, what's he ever done oh so Debo, you know. the, the biggest change <laughs> is purely like they did with Lamar at the Ravens you keep developing keep developing and you work on the passing because yeah. Things will come together. Josh Allen wasn't a brilliant passer in year one or year two. Fine. So go to um, who's Carson Palmer's brother? Jordan, Jordan Palmer. Palmer. Jordan Palmer. Go to Jordan Palmer and say, do what, do to me what you did to Josh Allen. How do you know about that? I read stuff. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> work on, and he Show me he on the doorway. He touched you. <laughs> he needs to go away and work on his passing. Game. There wasn't that change yeah. from year one to year two, though. No, there so wasn't. do we trust that he can do it from year two to year three? No, but it's got to be worth throwing everything out. I mean, if I was him, yeah, absolutely. They just made the playoffs with this guy, so you, you you've got to work with what you've got. And Lamar, he's still not a brilliant passer, but no, we not. would say he's better than Jalen Hurts. Yes, I think Jalen Hurts can be as good as Lamar. I think the I think I agree. I'll take Tyler Huntley over Lamar. I think uh, actually, I think they're pretty even, uh, even with Lamar's couple of years extra. I think that. On passing, they're pretty similar. He's not as um, instant when he moves as Lamar, but keep going. Where are you uh, ranking Nick Sirianni out of a 10 for the coaching this year? Because we started the season and we said, this guy's gone at the end of the year. He's nuts. Solid solid seven. He's he's done what he's needed to do. Above expectations. Well, above expectations. I'd say, yeah, he could... 
He's bought himself yeah. two more years for me. Easily, yeah. If they have a bad if year, if I'm giving Bissachu an eight, I'm going to give him an eight yeah. because he got to the playoffs. He didn't, you know. Oh, Bissachu has done more. Bissachu has had to put out the dumpster fire. The Bissachu, yeah, he, he, he is a worse situation. It's not that worse. Like the team he took over were do it. Were you know Griff was calling them fucking Super Bowl contenders. Oh, but I mean, they did make the playoffs. There's a difference between repairing a dressing room where the influential head coach and one of your wideouts killed a man. The Eagles were a fucking bin fire. I know. I mean, the Eagles were the way you worded that. That was, that was, that was really not good. You made it sound like they conspired. <laughs> Do you remember how Pedersen ended? In a damp whimper. A damp whimper, and he he, um, like they, it, the place was a bin fire. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just uh, he's done. I've never heard it called the damp whimper before. <laughs> it was though, wasn't it? It really was. Because, yeah, he, um, he, you know, took out, um, wasn't he took out Wentz for, uh, basically. Nate Sudfield. Nate Sudfield. Yeah, yeah he threw Nate Sudfield in for the second half. And, yeah, and basically just, cost, you know, and co- you know, they were absolute garbage. Yeah. And they're in the playoffs. Eight out of ten, I think, um, I think if you're saying Versace is much better, was in a much better situation, I think you're forgetting how much of a bin fire the Eagles were. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. John's making a good point. Uh, best player on the Eagles this season? Um, what do we think? Devonta Smith. When he gets the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I think given the opportunity, he is a top five. Like, you know, somewhere just behind Jamar Chase. Think, like, yeah, he, I think it was his second catch on uh, on Sunday where he just suddenly... He got the ball. I think it was a flat pass. He beat four defenders. Jalen Waddle's got yeah. more plaudits this season than Devon Smith, and I think that's harsh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give you a slightly weird one. Jake Elliott. That is an remar- unremarkably good kicker. Again, good kickers are, are worth their weight in gold. I think that's a fair comment. And he can kick long accurately. Well, And uh, most disappointing player for the Eagles this season. Their entire running back room? Well, uh, there's Kenneth Gainwell, who has the wrong name for a man who doesn't. But I don't know. Right. Other than that, they've done well running the ball. I... I I think the defense overall is is a problem. Yeah, Fletcher Cox has fallen off a cliff. Like he was, he was kind of Pro Bowl yeah. style defensive tackle. He's now almost he's just, as old as you. Yeah, I know, but that's no excuse. Um, also, Ryan Kerrigan, and they brought him on a out of um, free agency. He's just done nothing. Yeah, the the defense seems to be where they need to make some changes. For me, I, I think. Um, the the use of the picks, these three first round picks, is going to be crucial. I think they set on offense. I mean, you've got a tight end, you've got your wide receivers, you've got your offensive quarterback line. for now. Offensive line needs work. Okay, offensive line needs work. Lane, is it Lane Johnson still there? He's he, she is as old as me. Yeah, yeah. Jason but, Kelsey. Would you not Jason think Kelsey, two of yeah. those first round picks have got to be defensive side of the ball? Yeah, rushing so. the passer, and more importantly, cornerback. Just trying to stop teams going past you so easily. Yeah, You've got, you got to find someone to play opposite Darius Slay. Yeah. We, we always gone about the Foles and Wentz when they won the Super Bowl. Actually, the Super Bowl was built on a brilliant really defence. Yeah. I know the Super Bowl actually was all out of fence, but the, the, what got them there as well was a superb defence with a so, peak Fletcher Cox and stuff. I agree with you. I mean, what I'd do if I was a GM, I'd hire a first, first, round, first round wide out and I'd, so. I'd sit Jaden Rager in a room and go watch film of him and go, why aren't you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we ought to 
concentrate on the Bucks for a minute. Uh, we've talked a lot about Eagles here, but the Buccaneers basically did exactly what they needed to do. They were losing O linemen left, right, and center. Twist, Tristan Wirfs twisted his ankle. Also easy for me to say. Um, easy for him to come back from, though. Jesus, no. Jensen, the uh, the center, went out, came back in. Clearly couldn't move very well, but was determined to play. You always forget how big these men are until you Huge. see them. Until you see them being carried off. Well, it's six other people. Six other men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you can see them. You think, oh, that's why they. That's, that's why they have a cart, Mass, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A team of stout men. Just <laughs> <laughs> a, a pack horse carrying them off. I saw. A, I saw a funny thing the other day. It was like things that you, sh- you wish could happen in a sport but will, never will. And someone said. Every Olympic event should have like an average person doing it as well, just, no, so, yeah. they can, just so they can see how superhuman they are. Absolutely. Absolutely the same for rugby and American football. There should be a normal sized person on the field as a scale. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's a great idea, but that's always brought me back to Paul's idea of the mandatory Olympics, where you just get a letter through the post saying, Jim, you're doing shot put for England. And, like, and then see what records you don't set. You've got six weeks to train. You, you hold that in the same stadium. Yeah, yeah. As the normal Olympics. A bit, uh, you would watch that. You would absolutely 100%. percent they ready for your shot put, just clapping to <laughs> nobody. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with all this chalk dust? <laughs> Inhales it by mistake. I'm now representing England in the gymnastics. We have Margaret, a 63-year-old IT consultant. <laughs> Today in the hurdles, it's Paul. Paul has IBS. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Anyway, back to Tristan Wirfs. Back to the Bucks. The Bucks, yeah, look, they were losing players. Much like Paul, actually, Brady's release time was less than two seconds in this (laughs) game because uh, the O-line was just falling apart. That's the fastest of any quarterback this year. (laughs) So, Paul, you are setting records. It's going well. But he's brilliant. He's making nobody's out wide into great players. He's got Gronk playing brilliant. Gronk is now peak Gronk again. It's really weird. He only does it for like a quarter of each game. Because that's all he's got. But it's it's unplayable Gronk for a quarter in each game, which is just worth its weight in gold. Um, People step up in this team as well, like Gio Bernard. Like yeah. With, with Rojo out, Lindelofana out, suddenly Gio Bernard comes back to playing like he's, he did against the, the, the first pass that Brady threw to him, he dropped. It was slightly behind him and he dropped it. And Brady just slapped him on the head and then went straight back to him the next time. You're like, okay... Brady, because Gio Bernard is effectively... Because there was no one else. But Gio Bernard is effectively what James White was for, for Brady yeah. for years, which is like the ultimate security blanket. He just loves having him in the team. So, yeah, I, I like I know we shouldn't effuse about them all the time, but let's not forget they are the champions and they are brilliant. Like, it's a really good team. It's going to take some to beat them. Like, get into, yeah, let's get into a Super Bowl at least. Yeah, absolutely. Right, game four. We're going to do what... Cha- well, I suppose we're there, they're not out. I was about to say what we need to change for the books, but sorry. I'm just no, no, nothing. This is why I haven't been doing the yeah, winning team. Yeah. yeah. Some of us uh, some of us have to I, be I got excited. I wanted, I wanted to change stuff. You're changing the tempo. Like, it's perfect. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Game four. I don't, I, don't, I don't like the shade of red on the uniforms. Yeah. Well, it, now you say that, I don't like the black on black hats, but everybody else really liked them. I like the black cool. on black hats. Yeah, yeah, a bit of black on black action for John there. No surprise. Right, 49ers 23, Cowboys 17. Mike McCarthy must be out of a job. No, nah. Oh, he should be. Jerry, I mean, he should be. How you... long did they keep Jason Garrett? This <laughs> is slightly controversial, but there's a part of me that surely if you're Dak and you're getting that into your helmet, I'd like you to run through the middle. 
Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So to to set Shut this up. up here, basically the 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 uh, Cowboys had about eighteen seconds uh, to get 16, to. S- Six, no, no, it was 18. It was 18 yeah, seconds yeah. to get somewhere near the 40-yard line in order to attempt a, a reasonable pass into the end zone for a score to to tie the game, effectively. Uh, and the play call appeared to be, hey, Dak, uh, see that 30 yards of ground in front of you? Take as much time as you like and run that. So they did, and then they forgot that the, the ref has to s- spot the ball. So Dak spotted the ball in front of his own line and then stood back straight into the path of the oncoming ref, delayed him touching the ball. He did for an older fella. And and then basically the Cowboys lost by not getting the snap off in time. Now there's no guaranteeing that they'd have scored. None. And and I don't I don't find it controversial. And actually we didn't talk about the whistle in the Raiders Bengals game. Which is fine because it didn't have an effect on anything. Well you are forgetting this this would have involved passing on the 49ers cornerbacks yeah but there's no guaranteeing so actually do you know, yes you're right but the 49ers are worse when we're against deep passes like if you shorten the field it actually gives the it would have given the 49ers a better opportunity so in that sense I agree with you that our cornerbacks are bad but it actually wouldn't have made I don't think it probably may put them in a worse position than it would them throwing a Hail Mary from the 50, 50 yard line you remember the Giants at one point had Janoris Jenkins and Eli Apple <laughs> Yep. Um, Yeesh. There's been a lot of talk about about this particular play because people wanted to know why this play was called. So you've said if if you were Dak, you'd be like, "You want me to what now?" Jim <laughs> said to me on the way here, "Why did he not just run to the sideline?" Why? I mean, my, my point: Why are you running it in the first place? Like, all of us apart from Griff have played Madden. You don't run the ball in that situation because you're gonna with no timeouts because you're gonna burn the. Clock. I'd have run the ball because I don't know which button makes it pass. This is true. And then why run, if you're going to run it, why run to the middle of, of, the, of the pitch when you've got no timeouts and you've got to expend time then clocking the ball? If, even ignoring the rules, even if that would happen and you manage to clock the ball, you what, if you've got 15, 14, 15 seconds as a pass, you've got three attempts, three passing attempts. You've now limited yourself to one passing attempt. Yeah, it, it was a bad call. So does this call fall on Mike McCarthy, who's copping a lot of flack, and and I have never liked the appointment. I don't no, get it. This is Mike McCarthy who didn't win enough with our peak Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay for me. Like, yeah, yeah you've, you've got you've got your Super Bowl and then you've got nothing. Um, and or does it fall on Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, who seems to be getting a lot of shouts for being the next Cowboys head coach, or he should be being interviewed by this team and this team and this team? I don't get it. They've not been that good on offense this season. Yeah, all right, Dak's thrown the most touchdowns in Cowboys history, but they've had games where they've been utterly terrible. You look at the Dallas offense versus the Tampa offense, player for player, okay, Brady's better than Dak. I think we can pretty much all agree that, but Dak's not a bad quarterback. No. Everywhere else, there's quality. The the offensive line's probably better for Dallas, I'd say. I agree. Um, The wide receiver units probably about on par I might just about give it to Dallas because they've got three good wide receivers and I don't I mean, count Antonio Brown for at the, the start, at the start slight devil's advocate if you have Mike Evans Godwin and, and Antonio, and Antonio Brown, Brown I'd probably shave yeah I think it's you know six or one half dozen yeah, yeah. tight ends I think you know, Dalton Schultz had a really good year okay maybe not quite Rob Gronkowski but running backs I'd give it to Dallas again so what is Kellen Moore doing well, what is Byron, Byron Leftwich doing that Kellen Moore isn't? Because Tampa works, 
Dallas is like, okay, sometimes we're going to score 50 points against the, the Philadelphia reserves. And then we're going to score no points. Well, 17 points against the 49ers who haven't got any cornerbacks. There was a very accurate critique I heard of a very angry Cowboys fan shouting at the screen. I'll find it for you when we have a break because I won't. It's, it's very sweary. <laughs> that doesn't normally stop us on this podcast. But I'll find it for you and I'll play it for you in the break. And if deemed necessary, we shall play it. But it just sums up kind of their season of we're going to do it. It's, it's like Liverpool in, in football. <laughs> we're going to do it. It's our year. And we're out of the attempt. Well, that's how Jerry looked after the game. He's yeah. he's angry. He did not confirm that Mike McCarthy would be the coach next year. Now, that's fine because nobody ever comes out after something like this and says, oh, yeah, I'm definitely nailing my colours to this mast. But I think I genuinely think McCarthy's in trouble. He's had two years and they've not shown the progression that they should with this team. Oh, but you can't. When you, you watch your, the quarterback of your franchise get carted off with his ankle facing the other way, you've got to give him yeah. an extra year. Really? Because Jerry Jones is 80 or very nearly 80. He doesn't have a lot of extra years to win another Super Bowl. That, that is as, as bleak but as true as it gets. I just think... Like, they I'm haven't. Sorry, I, I'm, not, I'm not... Since 1996, any, they haven't even been to the NFC Championship game. I'm not putting any uh, hope toward Jerry Jones having a nice day. <laughs> they were... Whilst I... The play calling, if it's on more, if it's on... McCarthy, I don't know, whatever. Um, the my, One reason you get rid of McCarthy is penalties. Oh, no one's been God. more penalised. penalties in this game. It's the most ever in a playoff loss. Yeah. By most penalties against this year is the Cowboys. Yeah, 126. I think. Yeah. That's yeah. discipline and that's McCarthy. It's coaching. Yeah, it is. And, and you, I, th- I think even if you look, look at the game, you go back and watch replay. Most of the snaps that the 49ers, uh, sorry, the, the Cowboys had on offense, you could probably call a holding call because they were holding it all over. Like when the, the injury for the Nick Bosa, he got hauled down and hit the, his his teammate because he was being held. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, he's been held a lot this year, probably why he didn't get all pro. Um, <laughs> Max, Max Crosby's too good to get held. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, the only yeah. thing Max Crosby gets held in is esteem, Jim. <laughs> Very good. Uh, fuck. Um, but yeah, their penalty count's terrible. And that, and that is on coaching. That's coaching, that coaching. that's discipline. All right. And I think um, if McCarthy stays, he's got a, he's in for a rough off season anyway because it looks like Dan Quinn's definitely going to get a job this year. Yeah. looks of it. Kellen Moore, if he interviews well, if he's not staying... To be, um, you take these two coordinators away from Mike McCarthy, and he's just a fat bloke on the sidelines. <laughs> That's what he is. You remember when Pedersen lost both his coordinators and just fell off a cliff? Yeah, exactly the same thing. It's like having both your arms taken away. <laughs> you can't even throw a challenge flag, especially Dan Quinn. You remember how bad the Packers' defenses were under, under Mike McCarthy? Yeah, yeah. Remember how bad the Cowboys' defense was before Dan Quinn before turned it around? Yeah. All right, it didn't work out at the Falcons, but he got them to a Super Bowl. I mean, to be fair, we've just mentioned Todd Bowles. Yeah, some people are just probably better at being, but some people also deserve a second guy. Yeah, yeah. And Quinn and Bowles are are two of them. I really think so. Um, Jim, tell me, 49ers, as a 49ers fan who was convinced you were going to lose this game, I wasn't. Well, come on, there were stages there. We watched this in the kitchen, and we and I said the 49ers by five. 
you did, but then I got home at half time and you were saying, Well, this is this is not going our way now. Oh, that's just in game emotions. Well, yeah, yeah. So in the game I've got, I worried for you at points. Yeah, I did as well. <laughs> but tell me, what is it about the Niners? Bearing in mind that their quarterback is middle of the road. He's not Very. terrible. And and this is the thing I keep hearing about, well, he nearly threw it away. He didn't. So it's fine. Um, but what is it that makes them so effective? Uh, they are, it's the trenches. It's the defensive line and the offensive line are just brilliant. Like if you go on Twitter and look for Brian Baldinger's um, breakdowns. I watched what you shared earlier from our very, very like he, improved Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> the way he breaks, I mean, he, it's actually tweeting now. Yeah. <laughs> it's tweeting sense rather than just, that's no fucking penalty. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching the Leeds game. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the offensive line, they they just well actually the whole team loves to block. Like you look at Kittle, yeah. you look at Ayuk, you look at Debo. See, Kittle only had one catch in this game. Yeah, and there's no <laughs> there's no egos there either. Like it, you don't see Kittle coming out and say, "Oh, not only had one catch." He loves blocking. Brandon Brandon Ayuk has had a completely different end to the season as he has to the start of the season. Yeah, he's catching balls. He's now. Catching balls now. He's actually playing <laughs> games. Um, but he, yeah, again, he blocks so much. Carl Juszczyk is again another blocker. They love the battle. They, lo- they love the fight. Mika Parsons said before this match, I was talking about us getting bullied, but I'm from Harrisburg and the bullies bully the bullies. Mika Parsons got absolutely taken out of this game. He did very little, very, very little. And that's because the offensive line is brilliant. And then on the opposite side, the defensive line, even though Nick Bosa went out fairly early, there's eight, nine, ten defensive linemen who just kind of keep rotating and keep that pressure on the opposing quarterbacks. And th- their pass rush was as effective without Nick Bose as it was with Nick Bose. So it That's didn't drop off. Probably why he didn't make the, uh, the Pro Bowl or the All Pro. I like the Shanahan cycle. What's that? You know, he's actually quite good. We could do this. He's rubbish. It's just not working <laughs> out. It's not what he used to be, not I, what he should be. Uh, it's uh, a shame Gary's not here. I'd have liked uh, his opinion. We're currently just rare. Eighteen minutes. Opposite to my positiveness. At eighteen minutes past midnight. Run the damn ball! <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Ah! Oh, phew! I hate sport. <laughs> and then there uh, was a lot. Yeah, uh, I thought obviously follow a lot of Twitter, uh, Twitter forty nine ers, and there was a lot of run the fucking ball, Kyle. Because yeah. that was that was the much fr- frustrating thing is that we've got such a good running attack, and we needed to drain the clock, and he. Kept Passing it, and that's when Garoppolo threw an interception. It's yeah. right towards the end where he should have been running it. Garoppolo has a great record in the playoffs. Yeah, amazing. Garopp- whether you like it or not, Garoppolo is clutch. It's just the bit up to that clutch point yeah. of the game is always a There's worry. There's always one or two things which he did which are horrible. Like there was one overthrow of Ayuk who was completely open yeah. and would have probably just about gone for a touchdown if he made if he caught it. Massively overthrown, and then there was the interception, which was just a horrible interception. It tends to be average for the first half, awful in the third quarter, clutch in the fourth quarter. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's the, the scale of Garoppolo this up time, and down. Like, the, the first but, two 49ers drives, we absolutely destroyed the yeah. Cowboys. Oh, I, I thought, thought it was going to be a walkover. No. Um, fair play, they came back in that fourth quarter, but I don't. Left themselves too much. Really, the 49ers were the best. Flattered to deceive the difficult Cowboys yeah. all season. I think most of us picked the Niners to win, and there's a reason for that. It's because it's difficult to believe in the Cowboys, yeah. even though they should be a better team. The, the coaching there and where it filters down from that point leaves you with no confidence. Carl Shanahan, you believe, can can think his way out of a yeah. problem. Uh, when I said the the 49ers cornerbacks were bad, 
the average pass attempt from that press was 5.9 yards. Yeah, and it needed to be about 15. Yeah, it was 6.9 for Garoppolo. Yeah. Um, best player on the Cowboys this season? Mika Parsons. Mika Parsons by a mile for me. But I don't think Farrah Brothers? I can't think of anyone better than Mike Parsons, quite yeah. frankly. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Well, now that's fair. Well, he did have. He had. There's a lot of intercept. He has a lot of interceptions, but he doesn't do anything other than that. Win big, lose but, big. Yeah, yeah. That's it. He's massively committed. If you've got someone like, if you've got Michael Parsons who can basically one. do everything, yeah. only why, one. Why not? Only one cornerback has a better interception percentage league wide in NFL history. So uh, Trayvon Diggs had 11 interceptions out of 440 interceptions this season, which is 2.5 percent. Only one player has a better record. JC Jackson. No, Revis? it was last year for the Vikings, oh. I th- uh, for the Dolphins. Sorry, Xavier, oh, Xavier well. Howard. Yeah. He, and I cannot remember his percentage, but he had like he had three percent. And so, but but imagine what can be done if you keep building this defense and don't lose Dan Quinn or make him the head coach. Um, sure. Most disappointing player on the Cowboys. If you don't say Zeke, you're wrong. Yeah, it's Zeke. I think, yeah, Zeke. 2.6 yards of carry on Sunday, mate. Yeah, I mean, but it's not, it's almost to the point where it's actually not, it's not disappointing. It's because it's, it's, expected. it's expected. Yeah. It's disappointing compared to his pay packet, Yeah, but it's consistent with what we've come to expect from Zeke. There's a, the, and the ties are running out of tread. I think he's. Got I think a, he's got to seriously think about renegotiating his contract if he wants to stay in. Dallas. Yeah, see, I think Tony Pollard's a better running back. Yeah. According according to thing, they're fourteen million over cap uh, for yeah. next season, and that I mean, what do you lose if you cut Zeke? About, about thirteen million. <laughs> so, it, you know, you've got to be. He's got to be careful. Um, but uh, can you give me McCarthy a rating out of ten for the season? Bearing in mind they've made the playoffs, they won ten games or whatever. Four. Five. Six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Six and a half. I'm sorry. For, for me, it's four. Look at the personnel on this team. They should make the... Look at the division they play in. It's the first coach we've asked you to rate where they didn't exceed expectations. Yeah, for it, me, it's yeah. a four. I think it's it's yeah. it's not working. For, I understand Paul's argument is valid. Like last year, difficult to count, but he was never the right coaching appointment in the first place. That's the problem. Um... Biggest change that you want to see for the Cowboys for them to be a success this time next Coach. year? Oh, what, uh, what I want to see is they just trade away the O line, <laughs> Michael Parsons. Uh, what they probably need to do. <sighs> There's not a lot. It, it's coach. coach coaching. It's change of coach. Concentrate on Pollard. Let Zeke yeah. be the backup running back or not on your team because I think Pollard is a better, more explosive player. You can pick if someone up cheap, if can be a backup. If Bill O'Brien ends up back in the league as, as me, trade, it, trade it to him because he's so an again, idiot. Bill O'Brien's a good coach. He's a bad general manager. But yeah. Um, Elijah Mitchell, sixth round pick. Zeke Elliott. Yeah. You're going to take at the moment based on form. Well, well exactly. Now, I, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything other than Mike McCarthy. No, I think that's fair. Paul, anything to add? I just burned down the entire stadium. <laughs> but they're not going to oh, burn down Jerry. That stadium. You know, the light coming in oh, at yeah, one yeah, end yeah. and then hitting the punter, hitting the <laughs> scoreboard. Design that. It's not great, is it? This is like a 60-yard punt that came back off the screen. Yeah, <laughs> the guy had idea. no chance to catch. I think there was one drop pass and the guy didn't have a chance. You could, like They showed the camera yeah. and it was like, 
no. like looking straight into the sun, which apparently you're not supposed to do. <laughs> Kids, just saying. Tell me now. Yeah. Let's take a break. It's time for us to take a break. Well, we're back from our break where uh, we've been playing with the pod dog and uh, stuffing our faces. It was very nice. Uh, I, was, I think it might be the fifth pod dog as well. Is it fifth? fifth. I thought it was oh, four. We've got, Ga- got Ebony. 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 We had Doug and Flash. D- Doug Flash. Ah, yeah. in one. We've got, I didn't count that. We've, got, Flash. We've, we've had Coco. Coco. We've also had um, Rocky appear Rocky as well. Yeah. Wow, well, yeah. So technically, this could be sixth. The sixth, sixth pod, pod dog. dog. Wow. Wow. You haven't brought a single dog to the party, John. What's with that, Sean? No. It's time to get your bitch game on. <laughs> right. Game five. Steelers 21, Chiefs 42. Another team rounding into form at the right time. It's the Chiefs who stormed back from an early setback to sink the Steelers and seal Big Ben's retirement. Uh, he departs with a record fifth wildcard weekend loss. The Chiefs are hot right now, but there are some kinks to iron out as well. So... Where to start with this one? You want to talk Chiefs first? I think I think we'll talk Chiefs first thing as they were the victors and we've done yeah. a lot about the losers. Um, they, 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 they won by good. they won by yeah. three scores. You can't argue. Thirty points clear. I, I'm not arguing. Uh, it's almost as good as scoring forty-seven points. Yeah, but the, the Chiefs basically took care of business pretty easily here, and and much like the Bills, they've recovered from some setbacks earlier in the year to be really hitting peak Chiefs at the right time. Uh, I believe Kelsey threw a touchdown, didn't he? he did, yeah. Um, again, not a game I saw the entirety of. Once I saw that it was going to be a blowout, I gave up. Yeah. Uh, if I'm perfectly honest. It and, is late at night. Uh, yeah, well, it is late at night, but also this is the problem with the seventh seed. Is I don't think it's necessary. It's some crap teams getting in the playoffs. Yes, I agree. I'm never going to complain about more football. Oh. And you never know what's going to happen. We mentioned it earlier, the Jacks beat the Bills. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I admit both seventh seeds this, this year have been pretty dire. If the Chargers had made the seventh seed, that probably would have been more interesting. Yeah, but they didn't. if the Saints had made the seventh seed. Yeah, or Colts or something, yeah. just anything else. It was just unfortunate that the seventh seeds were two teams who were like, nobody needed them in the playoffs. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I, 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 I like what it does to the season. It prolongs the yeah. season. And we can't moan then when uh, two Shit, shit teams effectively make it. What John is basically saying is the Giants have got a much better chance of qualifying for the playoffs in seven years' time as the seventh seed. Even if fourteen teams from each division (laughs) went through, we still wouldn't have made it. So I can't say anything. You, the Lions, and the Jags would just be sitting there. Yeah, going, going, we were close this year. Yep. (laughs) If we uh, if we burn down the whole uh, organization and try again, we might be able to get into this uh, into the fourteenth seed. But yeah, no. uh, it's a, uh, another soft reset coming. But yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse than a soft reset, is there? We've all been there. We have. Yeah, no, we, no. we have. Tell us more. Don't. <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, as well, we can't, you, you can't then blame, um, you know, the Raiders and whatever because the Colts and the Chargers shat the bed. Yeah. You know, that is effectively what they did. Like the Browns should be in this playoffs. They, they have had a, Shitty season. It's no, not, better it's not, than the Steelers. They should be here. It's not the fault of the Steelers and the Raiders. No, no. That the, they are there. On um, merit. On merit. merit. They, they won enough merit. games to exactly, get there. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know. The, the question is is the sport better off for a seventh seed? The answer is probably no. I After think, two I think, years. I think it's a, it's, it's a bad example because last year was mental because of, of COVID. Let's not 
Uh, and this year's not been much better. And this year's not been much better. Yeah. And there's still, you know, we've got. Sorry, uh, we've still got. Are you being attacked lot, by pod dogs? Yes, I am. We've still got a lot of rubbish. T- like the, the the average teams are not as good as they've been for a while. So yeah, it's just weird. I think you've got to leave it at least ten years before you can make a call on the seventh seed being a, a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, no, it's I'm going to tell years. you now it's a bad idea. And in well, eight yeah. more years' time, you're going to come back to me and go, yeah, they've never been any just good. like I've been saying Jalen Hurts is shit and people <coughs> come around to that way. No. Right, Patrick Mahomes joined another quarterback as the only players with 400 or more passing yards and five passing touchdowns in a playoff game in the Super Bowl era. Who is the other quarterback? Eli Manning. No. Peyton Manning. No, think closer to home. Much, much closer to home. You haven't got any English quarterbacks. Oh. No. But you you don't want to oh, think Blake deeper. Blake Balls the Jags of English. <laughs> Tom Brady. No, John was fairly close. Drew Ben Roethlisberger in the nearly comeback game against the Jags, ah. where he just hammered them in the second half, but just couldn't do enough to come back from the deficit. Made, but Pittsburgh's nowhere near my home. <laughs> and, <laughs> I was thinking about this game being home. Oh, right. uh, I'd like to know what you're saying about my what I do in my spare time. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Hammering what exactly? Quite yeah. fun. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> the previous record for uh, wildcard round losses was uh, held jointly between Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning and Andy Dalton. And now Big Ben is all there by himself. And is he going to wander off into retirement? I assume he is going, by the way. This is my... Everything points assumption. to him leaving. He needs to. He wasn't Should very Tom, good. Tomlin this afternoon has said he's very much looking forward to trying to find the next Pittsburgh quarterback. So, yeah, but then I read something else that Mason Rudolph is going to be the starter in next year. Sweet Christ, no! That can uh, me that we, we can said this at bluff. the weekend, right? If you <laughs> if you get on field beaten with your own helmet, you should be precluded from ever being a starting quarterback ever again. I know it wasn't funny at the time, but oh, it, was it was funny at the time. <laughs> There should be there should be certain things like if you lose to the Jags this year, you shouldn't be allowed in the playoffs, yeah, which would mean the Bills are out. If you and yeah, if you get your if you get beaten by your own helmet, <laughs> then you should be. It That's just should be, euphemism. It should be instant retirement. <laughs> instant retirement. <laughs> beaten around the face with your own helmet, will you, Paul? Well, I've seen films. Um, I, I agree with you here. I mean. I feel that's a face-saving exercise because you can't go, I'm looking forward to finding the next quarterback, then walk in next week and go, hi, Mason. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Away from the Steelers again for a second. Jarek McKinnon, remember him? Yeah. 12 rushes, 61 yards, 5.1 a carry. I didn't even remember he was still in the league. (laughs) Where have they been hiding him? In the the treatment room. Yeah, he was at the 49ers (laughs) for three years in their treatment room. Yeah, but how long has he been on the Chiefs roster? (laughs) I think this might be his first year. Wow. Yeah. I did see a bloke on Twitter uh, uh, who reckoned he was going to put his mortgage on the fact that Joe McKinnon scores in the playoffs. Uh, and uh, I hope he did because it'd be either Rushing funny. Or receiving. Or just in general. Just in general. He did get a touchdown. He did get yeah. a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Receiving. He had 80 yards receiving. 81 yards receiving. So, <coughs> and 61 know, yards five years ago, this guy was amazing. Yeah. yeah. He's brilliant. That's why he's, he's, he's just been injured ever since. If he had knees, it'd be, it'd be great. But. Um, like you, John. If you had knees, you'd have been. It'd been a different career for you. Would have been a different career. Yeah, you'd have been a pro footballer. I wouldn't be on this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> what if you had knees? If I had knees. No, no. You're thinking if you had friends. If you had friends, you wouldn't be on this. Oh, uh, yeah? yeah. Right. Either way, 
Yeah. <laughs> Friends or knees, you wouldn't be here. Um, Andy Reid, uh, now fourth most playoff wins among head coaches in uh, NFL history as well, past Joe Gibbs for that record. So I thought that was quite good. Um, Shot Cora, he's a good coach. Well, so as we've done with the other teams, because there's not a lot to say beyond the fact the Steelers led early through a, an interception and then a, well, it was a fumble, uh, sorry, a fumble, fumble recovery, recovery from TJ Watt, which was, you know, usual TJ Watt just dominating because he did. That reminds me of another stat we heard on the way way here, and actually I was driving, so I might mm. have heard I might have heard it incorrectly, but this might be the first time since 2019 that there's been a lead change in a playoff game. There were no lead change lead no. changes in the playoffs last year. Was was actually the stat? Yeah, basically, if you, if you need lead changes, do you need a, a Chiefs game effectively then? Because I think the one, the, the previous ones were them. Were, yeah. were them. The Chiefs did have a bit of a slow start. Yeah, the touchdown side. It took them a while to get going, which reminded me a lot of the 2019 Chiefs, where they where they were 21 points down to everyone. Before yeah, they literally. What a handicap, which they should have to give to teams, and then that would make it far more interesting. It seems to wake up the Chiefs, so you know, whatever <coughs> works for them. Yeah, I mean, as well, it was a <laughs> I mean, it was just a, a strange fumble anyway, because it's always strange to just see the quarterback out on the on the you know. In, in the wide receivers and you know to I can't even remember who the wide receiver was who passed it off to uh, Williams to then beat to fumble it but yeah just the whole time thinking that, this looks like a stupid play <laughs> <laughs> yeah it wasn't great um, Travis Kelsey joined one other tight end as the only two with 10 or more receiving touchdowns since 1950 in the playoffs Gronk it is Gronk of course it's of course Gronk. It's Gronk yeah it's always going to be Gronk uh, and, and the Chiefs this was this sums them up. Chiefs have scored 21 or more well, points. Antonio Gates played for the Chargers, so it's not like he played much yeah, in the play, say, playoffs. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah, Chiefs have scored 21 or more points in 66 games since 2018, which is the most of anybody. Most times that's been done since 2018. Basically, since Pat Mahomes got there, you're guaranteed 21 points a week. All you've got to do is have a defence that can hold up. And the Chiefs' defence has improved. Oh, it's got a lot gotcha. better. Um, which irons out their kink. It's still a fact that you can... Score on them. It's not a top 10 defence. And the other thing is that their running game, okay, Jarrett McKinnon's played well, but it's not consistently no, good. No, but they, they're, they're, their offence isn't based on the, on the running game. Their running game is there to set up the passing game, to make defensive opponents respect the fact that they might run the ball. If they just passed it 100% of the time, they wouldn't really bother with linebackers. They'll just have your defensive front and then a whole load of cornerbacks. The running game means they have to have the right personnel in place. We mentioned earlier around people who are just good coordinators. Steve Spagnolo at the at yeah. Kansas is a great <coughs> defensive coordinator. Spaggy Steve. Yeah. yeah, he just needs to, he just needs a few weeks to get it sorted. He finds a way. Yeah. It's like Belichick, yeah. isn't it? And as well, like they've they've never really replaced Kareem Hunt. You know, no. um, I know Clyde edwards Alaire is injured. He's injured. He's fine. He's good as Kareem not, Hunt. But he's not as good as Kareem Hunt. Yeah, what's Kareem Hunt done this season? Well, uh, do you know, he had the odd game, but he's he's second behind Nick Chubb and he's just happy to be he's in the been injured a lot. Job. He's been injured as well, uh, you know. So, you know, it's... Here's one for you. Here's, here's the question for you. Uh, Big Ben and Pat Mahomes are two of seven quarterbacks all time to make multiple Super Bowls in their first five seasons. Who are the other five quarterbacks? Multiple in the first five seasons? Oh, Brady. Brady. So. Uh, Steve Young? No. No, no, he only went to one. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. All brain First pack. five seasons. First five seasons. Multiple Super Bowls. <coughs> one of them is still playing. Other Russell than Wilson. Russell Wilson, Of course, yes. yeah. Uh, one of them has been uh, misnamed on this podcast many times. Oh, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Uh, yeah. One of them was name-checked earlier today in reference to something else on this podcast. Rich Gannon. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a conversation off air, but no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, earlier than that, first half of the podcast, anyone? Come on, silence is golden on the podcast. I'm trying to think, who do we talk about? Who do we talk about? Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. And finally, everybody's favourite rubbish GM. John, oh, John Elway. John Elway, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, you forget he shat the bed, didn't he? <laughs> oh, oh, yes, he did. <laughs> he did. He was He was really good at that. Much better than he is <laughs> being a GM. Um, okay, we know what the Steelers need to do. We know... What their biggest change needs to be for yeah, next that season. Offensive right? line. Yeah, if you like. For me, it's uh, finding a quarterback. Yeah. Um, the concern is, we've already discussed on previous podcasts, there is nothing worth taking a quarterback at in the first round. Somebody will take one. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because I mean, they're not going to be picking in the top 16. I can't remember where they're picking. So you look further down, further down the draft order. There's not a quarterback which you like. Yeah, no one's good, a top ten talent compared to previous years. Someone will take a quarterback in the top ten. But free agents at quarterback this season will want to play for Tomlin. Yeah, oh, God, they They're picking at twenty. Picking at twenty. So there are a number of quarterbacks that are going to be in play at yeah. twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so agree, but none of them are going to make this team better. No, none of the, I'm telling you, no, it's no, not a question. You're probably right. None of them because so, it'd be a rookie quarterback. Who in free agency is going to be available that wouldn't want to come oh. here? I mean, there are several free agent quarterbacks. We know that, but surely all of them would look at this team and think, okay, if you draft into the O line, that's the biggest weakness on this on the offensive side of the ball. The defense is brilliant. Do you remember when they had Doc Hodges and Mason Rudolph, mm-hmm. and they were basically finished one game away from the playoffs? Yeah, I. I I think if you could get a, if Tomlin could persuade a Trubisky, we keep mentioning the, these the same people over again. You could take a someone who's flattered elsewhere, Trubisky, flattered to deceive a Minshew, a, a Minshew, a, a Mariota, a Teddy. Like he could, what they could do with, I mean, as well, a Teddy Bridgewater. It's not much of a downgrade All on, of those on Ben. Were, no, he's not a downgrade. All of those would have been better than Ben this season. And All of those that we've mentioned. We've, you know, they'll he'll, he'll have Juju back, Claypool. Mm. Juju's free, free agent this year as well. Is he a free agent? Yeah, right? so he might not be back. Oh, fair enough. I, I, I they still I, have like Claypool, Deontay Johnson. Free Mouth is a been a really good, brilliant, yeah. really good tight end. He might, you know, the G Harris is it for the running game. Yeah, like it's it's an attractive place to. B, and you know, he could raise a middling quarterback who's a backup elsewhere into a starter and, you know if they do, do what do what the Titans did to Tannehill. If they do draft, yeah. can you tell me anything about Desmond Ridder or Kenny Pickett? Desmond Ridder's had a really good well, Desmond Ridder's had a really good year for Cincinnati. Kenny Pickett and the Kenny Pickett, Pickett, from Pickett Pittsburgh. five. Well, well, no. Kenny Pickett <laughs> from Pittsburgh. Uh, again, he's had a really good season. I could see him going in, 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 in the first round. And it'll be, yeah, imagine that pick, Pittsburgh player playing for Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know. I, I, I think this, is, this has got bridge quarterback written all over it. My money's on Fitzmagic. A year right. of Fitzmagic at the Steelers. I, don't get oh, it. I, oh. think, I think Denver bringing a new quarterback, and I think that puts 
Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy, right Teddy B next. <laughs> or even, well be. just a bit quietly, James Winston. I mm. think he'd be great there. We're forgetting, this is LASIK Jameis. This it, is LASIK new, Jameis, This yeah. is a new quantity. I hear Daniel Jones will be looking for a new job. <laughs> you know what I mentioned earlier, Jalen Rager? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the free agent quarterbacks. Yeah, I've got the list here. Yeah. So you've got Fitz. Yep. Who looked glorious, by the oh, way. Oh, we didn't mention that either, but celebrating topless with the Bills fans yeah. in the middle of the fans, which I thought was brilliant. He was having the time of his life. Andrew Dalton. Andrew Dalton. Yeah. Fail. Because he's, uh, he's a bit older now. He's it's, matured. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Newton. <laughs> Fail. I don't think his name's Cameron. I don't think it is. Uh to Rodderfan Taylor. <laughs> to Rodderfan. <laughs> John, if you ever have a child, <laughs> that child will be forever known as Jameis Winston, Jacoby Brissett, Teddy Bridgewater, Marcus Mariota. Don't say that with him. Lacko. It's not going to happen. Mitchell Cameron Trubisky. Is Cam- I love the idea of Marcus Mariota on this team. Of course I, I do. as well. Do you know what his children are called? Uh, Dave and Julian. Chosen. Chosen Newton. Chosen Newton and Sovereign Dior. I mean, he could he could re-sign Dwayne Haskins. Please don't do that. Dwayne Haskins is done. If, if he couldn't get into this team this year, he doesn't deserve to be playing in the league. Josh Rosen. Again. I'd love to see someone just have a run with him. No, it's not going to happen. He's not going to play. It's because he's a dick. Because he's a dickhead, isn't he? But you know, it doesn't help that he's a dickhead. There's some dickhead quarterbacks um, who've done very well. But in if you were, if you had a dickhead quarterback, the one place you'd want to be is probably under Tomlin. Probably that is true. Um, best best player on the Steelers this season. T J Watt. Oh yeah, T J. T J. Watt. Then Najee Harris, but yeah. T J. Watt by a mile. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely right. Taking away those two, which clearly streets ahead. I love Minka Fitzpatrick. I think he's great. He's just a bit of a one-trick why do, why pony. Why does he keep picking people I hate? I don't know. <laughs> That's why I, I, don't hate, I don't hate Minkin Fitzpatrick. Outside of Big Ben, because it was predictable, who was the most disappointing player for them? Big season? Ben was that disappointing. Juju? No, that's what I mean. He wasn't that disappointing because you knew it was bad. I, I, Anyone on the O-line? Yeah. Anyone on the O-line? But I, then again, they were just... Smith Schuster got injured, I know, but he wasn't producing anything. I know that's well, that's down on the quarterback, but he took a pay cut to stay in Pittsburgh this year. Yeah, like quite frankly, he should be doing, um, you know, he should have taken a he he could have had a pay rise and been catching balls for Mahomes, but he's he's not. He turned down an offer from the team who just beat him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know. Um, and this is I think this is gonna be unanimous, but I'm gonna ask anyway. Can we have a mark out of ten for Eight. Tomlin? Um I'm surprised. I'm gonna say ten. I don't think you could have done a better job with this team this season. Oh, I never give away tens. I I, I, I it's you know yeah. It's a high mark though. Uh, uh, no, I'm not gonna give it's him been a one ten. Of the best coaching <laughs> performances this season. It's uh, it's a nine because quite frankly, we we've I think as well we've come to sort of expect a level of greatness from Tomlin anyway, and he's just the, the, the team at the team that he he has is probably weaker than it was last year, and weaker you know it, it is still getting the better results. Quite frankly, he's a Paul. What he said. Okay. Um. Now, no one has mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it. Shitting the bed. Uh, 
The Cardinals 11, <laughs> the Rams 34. On a weekend of suspect matchups and probable blowouts, this was not one that I had penciled in. Uh, but the Cardinals continued their dismal late season form. That's uh, six out of their last nine they've lost now. Uh, they pooed the bed from a standing start and rolled around in it for fun. This was not good. Um, damp whimper. <laughs> damp whimper. Um, the Rams needed this to remind themselves how dominant they can be. Uh, the NFC should be where. But this was one of Ky- Kyler Murray's worst games. The the interception in the end zone where yeah, he was awful. sort of throwing it away, it sort of panicking. And then... It and reminded then, me of a, a bit of a Tampa Jameis. Yeah. And, and, but then he followed it with, on the next drive throwing into the middle of the field, into congestion, hitting a player, and and the ball being deflected and picked off. And that killed the game. Two interceptions in two drives. Game over. Stafford was practically flawless. He only threw the ball 17 times. But he, but he now had the best ever quarterback rating in a playoff game for a Rams quarterback. <laughs> and and he didn't really do that much. This is what the Rams need to do. Jim and I were listening to something about it on the way here. They were right. I'd already got this in my head that this is the game plan. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Reintroduce Cam Akers slowly because you've got Sonny Michel who's still playing really well. Run the ball, run the ball. Let Matt Stafford throw it two or three times. It it is the game plan. But it's the game plan because you come up against a, a playoff rookie quarterback and who can be got at, you know. Next week, it's the exact opposite of that. Yeah. You know, um, and, you know, Stafford was, you know, was flawless because he didn't have to do too much, you know. He had, he had three touchdowns, 202 yards, 13 of 17. I mean, he just wasn't asked to do anything yeah. because the Cardinals just dug themselves a massive hole. Uh, Kyler, on the other hand, 19 of 34 for 137 yards and two interceptions. Uh, it just and, he, and his rushing yards. He had six, six rushing yards. They completely stonewalled him every time he went to. At one point, he was way into negative yards. He's it's not every week you come up against Von Miller and Aaron Donald. No, and Von Miller now has a sack in five consecutive games after going four games yeah. to start his career there without a sack, and he's just turning it around and doing exactly what they need out of him. I still think the GM of the Rams. It like laughs himself to sleep every night, thinking of what they got him for. <laughs> Probably. What was it again? It was second round pick. I mean, Blimey. bag of oranges. It wasn't. I mean, yeah, second round picks a high pick, but it's not for an elite pass rusher. You're, you're happy to pay for that. And it instantly makes your defense better. Only two quarterbacks have won a playoff game after throwing 17 or more interceptions in a regular season game. In the uh, last 10 seasons. Who was the other one after Matt Stafford? Peyton Manning. Yes. He's in. He's <laughs> off and running. I can say Peyton Manning. <laughs> 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 Peyton Manning. Well done. Well, well done. I just... Play of quarterback interceptions. <laughs> Peyton Manning. <laughs> um, honestly, though, dominant from the Rams. And I know we're going to get on to who they're playing next, but... People had this, including me, had this as a much tighter game. I thought this was a three-point game, if I'm honest. I, really oh, I didn't. Cause I think, he, and he touched on this right at the start. The Cardinals are just—they're not a good team at the end of the year. No, and for the third year running, they're not yeah. a good team at the end yeah. of the year. Started they started ten, strong and faded and two, badly, and then they just, like you say, they've lost what, five in the last six. Five of six, seven and of the nine. The team they beat was the Cowboys, and we've, we've chatted about the Cowboys and how up and down they are at the moment. 
Yeah. They were 10 and 2. Yeah. 10 and 2. Is it partly, we, we, we mentioned, like, basically, like, their, their team is effectively like a sort of a 2017 Pro Bowl squad with Kyler, you know, and um, is that part of it? Like, uh, do they need a refresh, you know, AJ Green, even, you know, JJ Watt came back, but these players will spend a lot of time injured because they're not exactly spring check-ins. James Connors come in, been great, but once again, when it's mattered, he's been, you know, been injured. It's... They lost. They lost DeAndre Hopkins, and that definitely took something away yeah. from the team because it made them much, much easier to to play against. But it has to be said, every year under Cliff Kingsbury has gone the same. Oh, but you mentioned ten and two. Yeah, is it time for someone else at the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, very good. <laughs> very good. That's this week's Sudetenland, brought yeah. to you by Paul yeah. Farrow. I um, mean, it would be incredibly unfair, but. It is becoming a trend now, isn't it? See, now, again, Jim and I were listening to something about this. I absolutely disagree. The The, the Cardinals have never had... Or no, sorry, they've, ne- or they've never had a coach the last seven years. They've had yeah. two coaches do six years. One of them was Ken Wisenhunt. I cannot remember oh, really who, who the other one was, but someone from way back in, like, the 50s. Like the Phoenix Cardinals. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, before then. St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, even Bruce Arians was, like, five years. Yeah. They, they need to give him... A five or six years project to do this like you say they've got some old players let him cycle through and see because it is not they're not a successful franchise no, no. I do I mean I agree you made the point there John where you, you know, there are some quality veterans on this side when they've gone down injured there's not been a young guy who's kind of taken that mantle on and really stepped up and, and been that play like Christian Kirk was the lead receiver with six receptions but he's not done much this year run down more He's been in and out of the team. Sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. When he's there, he's good. When he's not there, he's just useless. Um, there's, I don't. If I was them, looking at this roster now, I'd almost be inclined to go the way the Rams are, and saying we're not drafting that well. Let's use our draft picks to bring in qual- more quality players. I don't think the issue is the drafting. It's not like it was with. Um, we mentioned with the Raiders and how they do free agency and how they draft. You look at some of the pieces they've drafted. Like Isaiah Simmons is great. Yeah, but they're, they're one or two players yeah. out of the last three years. I suppose, I suppose you've got your Andy Isabellas. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, Buddha Baker's a good a good player in the, in the back line, but there's very little around him. When you there. bounce his head off the fucking floor. Yeah. But yeah. There's very little around him to kind of bolster that defensive back line when you think all right could they have gone out and got someone like Jalen Ramsey could they trade for someone like Javian Howard who's always been rumored to want to leave uh, Miami yeah, he, he's all, he's been on the way out for yeah. years um well a year but um you know it's um like you've got your quarterback build around him yeah 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 it's it is uh, I, they, they, they've got a great first team, but yeah, they've got nothing behind it. Oh. And I, I'm, I, I, I was, I'm a huge Wondell Moore fan. Uh, said no one ever. <laughs> well, it's because I'm. I mass- uh, said Mrs. Moore. <laughs> I massively reached for him in the, in our mock draft. Uh, in the, so I'm. I'm was it quite a long reach? Because that wouldn't be like you. Is he your new John Ross? He's my new John Ross. <laughs> what a wide receiver duo, Rondell Moore and John Ross. <laughs> Welcome to the Giants, everyone. Both really, really fast. Both, oh yeah, incredibly fast. 
but yeah, um, yeah, I just listen. Yeah, it just the, once it gets to week twelve, there's just nothing. Yeah. Um, was this Odell Beckham's first playoff touchdown? I don't yes. know the answer. I, I guess yes, because he played one. He played oh, one game course, for the yeah, Giants. Yeah, yeah, one game for the Giants uh, and, and didn't um, score. Shit the bed after the um, boat pick. So he, he scored a touchdown. Last year when he was yeah. the Browns. Scored a yeah. touchdown and scored. Uh, sorry, and threw a forty-yard reception in this. He game. always throws a nice ball. He, he, he does, does throw a nice yeah. ball. It, again, along with Von Miller, the, these have been two of the best free agency pickups in a long time. Something like Odell Beckham looks like a quality wide receiver again. It might be that Baker's the problem. Maybe it's the quarterback it, that's thrown to it. Him does it does make you think that the more this, the more Beckham is becoming. The Beckham, not the Beckham of old, but a useful player. You think uh, Cleveland must be thinking, why did we let him go? For, for, for basically for nothing. And why are we still paying him? <laughs> yeah. 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 On, on, you know, I wasn't convinced it was going to work with Stafford. I thought if he's got a problem with Baker, it might be the same with Stafford. You know, but- Stafford's quite comes across as quite a chilled guy. I think he can he's put up very with very chilled in his press conference. Like, I he think just he- won your first playoff game. Like, yep. I think you can put up with the sort of most, bullshit. Most career starts without a playoff win. Yeah. Matt Stafford, 165 career starts without a playoff win up to this point. The environment must help because it's a lot easier to look less arrogant in LA than it is in Cleveland. I also think he, he A, he's playing for his next contract, but I think the, the remit is very, it's very obvious to him. Well, you're here one season, win a Super Bowl. This is probably the best chance he's ever had oh, yeah. to it's, win a Super Bowl. And he's yeah. probably got one shot at it. He's not. He's, he's not only playing for a contract. He's you know he's playing for his career effectively yeah. because the last three years, four years have been so poor, and not all because of him injuries. Yeah, and the environment. But yeah, no, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not. A, I, I don't like to, you know, praise OBJ too much, but. He's been brilliant. This this Beckham you give another contract to. Well, yeah, well, a team will give a contract to him. This, the interesting point is, like, you see, a, um, like a running back will buy his O lineman watches or um, Louis Vuitton yes. bags for Jonathan Taylor. He should be going to buy Robert Woods whatever he wants for getting injured. He should be hitting. He should be Tonya Harding. Robert, <laughs> Robert Woods because that's, that's the <laughs> only way. He, that's the yeah. only way he's staying at the Rams. Yeah, I think you're right. It's very um, true. Because they can't afford him. I, I honestly think he's done enough to get himself a solid deal somewhere else. Next He'd be year. incredibly clever to take a massive pay cut and stay with the Rams. Yeah, yeah, he won't. He won't. Um, right, as usual with the other games, best player on the Cardinals this season. Well, up until about week eleven, I'd say Kyler Murray, but I'm not sure. After that, we were talking about him as MVP at one stage. Yeah, yeah. it's not happened. James Conner, I think, has been brilliant. I think James, James Conner has been a, a, the yeah. nice surprise. J- James yeah. Conner is what I've gone with. 16 touchdowns this season, James Conner. All from inside the red zone, by the way. Can I just bring up Zach Ertz? Yes, you can, because he was second yeah, on my list. Griff, Griff really likes to remind me that I told him not to bring Don't, don't bother getting him. There won't be enough targets to go around. He's been like the fifth best tight end in the league since he transferred there. It's almost like if you get a player who wants to play somewhere else and you give them the option to play somewhere else they play better yeah uh, any, also playing for a contract any raise on James Connor as their best player I mean Bud no Bud but, but I mean you, you know yeah, oh Buddha Baker, Baker by yeah. the way did anyone see the knockout of Buddha yeah, Baker yeah. with the full on fencing response and the carton Oh man, alive! Sorry, I was yeah. When you when you when you're losing, it doesn't help. But yeah, I was reading as well. He doesn't live in the past. (laughs) Quite frankly, very much live in the past. It's it's not, but the importance of Nuke Hopkins to this team has been displayed because as soon as he was injured, they've can't. 
Iowa win, apart from the Cowboys. Most disappointing player. What do we think? Um, John Jones hasn't done. Well, especially after week one, when he came out and got like four Five sacks. sacks yeah, yeah, four and a half sacks. I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't, I don't think Kyler Murray is making progress. He just looks like the same player every year. He's a younger version of Russell Wilson. He flashes to deceive in the early weeks and then doesn't do what you need him to later on. I'm very disappointed. I, I don't, I'm not impressed. I don't, I don't really get it. I didn't get the MVP talk in the first place. I certainly don't know what it was all about now. Just when I'm not saying I was talking about it. No, no. But but it's true. It was consensus. discussed. Yeah. When it comes to the clutch, he comes up short. And I'm not saying that as a joke on his height. He Literally comes up short. can't rise to the occasion. No, yeah. it's true. We've all had that problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's harsh, but... What do we he, get giving yeah. Cliff Klinkenarts out of 10? <sighs> I'm going to go for a six. I am also going for six. Same. I mean, everyone does well to progress out of this division because it's a really tough division. But they backed into the playoffs, man. If it, if it, if it, if the season finished at week twelve, he's getting a nine. Yeah, but it didn't. Yeah, you know, he had another six weeks to play. And with no and con- with no context, you look at eleven and six record. I think that's decent. But you were ten and two. You're ten and two. Um, well, I, I just think there was no plan when Hopkins went out. There was no other scheme. No. I mean the. It did seem a lot of their plays were just fuck it, DeAndre. <laughs> yeah, it does feel a bit that way. Well, and you know that works because yeah, you know he's a great he, player. He, he's a great player. Look at Jamar Chase, Joe and Jamar. Yeah. You know, but yeah, if if you if if the plan A, if the plan B is just generally to do plan A better, have we still got AJ Green? <laughs> yeah, um, you know that's what it felt like. He's, um, and he's done, he's done all right. I mean, to be fair, who was in the Pro Bowl five years ago? Get me that guy. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the biggest change needed this offseason for the Cardinals to be better next year? I would say it's within the coaching. I think I don't know whether they need different coordinators or some more help for Cliff Kingsbury. Because yeah. I think the team, I think the foundation of the team is very, very good. I think the, the pieces are all there. They're quite deep. Just something's not working. I think, like... You look at that division, and you look at—I think they look at McVeigh and they look at Shanahan, who are you know self-entitled offensive geniuses. And Cliff Kingsbury is meant to be like that type of player, that type of coach. Sorry, I can see what the plan is with, with the Rams. I can see what the plan is quite easily with the 49ers. I don't know what the plan is with the Cardinals. I don't know what type of football they want to play on offense or defense. Just it just seems that they will. They want to try and win games, but they don't think it has to get there. Yeah, but they just need some depth. Yeah, in my opinion, they just they just need to bring in pieces. They don't, they don't necessarily need the defense is okay. Mm. Their offense is okay. They just need depth. I think they've got a lot of good skill players. I think they need a couple of bullies on the team. Yeah, and uh, if they could uh, like think of a way of cloning. What is Vontaze perfect up to these days? Well, no, not even that. I mean, oh, you, do you mean Richie Incognito <laughs> yeah. in the locker room? No, but you look at. Look at the the Rams' offensive line, Andrew Whitworth. Yeah. I'm not going to mess with him. Look at the 49ers' offensive line. Trent Williams. Trent Williams. Not going to fuck with that. Who's the enforcer on the Cardinals team? Yeah. <laughs> She's been doing that for the last half hour. Are <laughs> you not feeling well, Paul? Because yeah. that's disgust. I feel a uh, lot of protein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- yeah. There's th- no th- enforcer. Then th- there's, yeah, th- they need some nasty, don't yeah. they? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Youth, some some youth at the skill positions, and a bit of nasty, and a bit of nasty. 
youth and nasty. Youth and yeah. nasty. <laughs> that and you rap group. Which sounds, yeah, it sounds like, young you, and nasty. Sounds like a, a 90s WWE tag team. Youth and nasty. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no one needs that. One of them comes out in a mohawk. The other one's, you know, just, yeah. It's very much uh, pink and blue lycra. Uh, but yeah. Which way are you swiping if you meet them two on Tinder? <laughs> John's uh, wearing left. his pink and blue lycra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's enough for the uh, for the six games. We need to take a look at the divisional weekend matchups and make a case for each team progressing. We will start in the AFC Bengals at Tetons, a well-rested Tetons. Derek Henry back. Uh, I'm going to put a case forward for the Bengals if, uh, if I'd like. To, if I could, yes. put My opening argument in for the Bengals. Please do. Bengals are on an upswing. Yes. The Bengals have momentum. And momentum is important in playoff football. The Tetons do not have that momentum. The Tetons are going to rely too much on Derrick Henry because they have to, because that's what the press want. That's what everybody wants them to do. And you have a just above average defence at the Bengals who I think can do what they need to do and also the defence at the Tetons ain't. Ah, uh, no, that's bullshit. I think the Bengals have momentum, and that's what's going to be the winner for this one. I think the Tetons' defence is criminally underrated. There are no star players on there, but they are incredibly well coached. I agree with you. They're probably going to use Derrick Henry too much. The Bengals' offence is electric at the moment. And the best way to stop the Bengals' offence being electric is to keep them on the sideline. And you can do that with Derrick Henry, and you can do that with Deontay Foreman as well. Like you've got a legit running game there. Use that where it's necessary. Use Tannehill and, a, um, and AJ Brown to, in the passing game. But just keep hammering the rock. Like the 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 Bengals. What's he doing there? The Bengals defense is decent. It's got yeah, a good pass. It's got a good pass rush. But against the run, I think they can be had. I think the Forty Nine ers show early in the season showed the Titans what to do. I. I think this is going to be a very interesting game. Out of all the games we have here, for me, this is the one that... This is hardest to call. I, mean, I completely agree. It's the hardest to call. That, but, but I, it's hard to call. I wouldn't when say you it's boil it down, I would say hard. Vrabel is the better coach. Yep. And so I will pick the Tetons. <laughs> it comes down to it. Nobody's picking Zach Taylor for nothing. <laughs> I, it's I it's think, in Tennessee as well. I think the I edge is with Vrabel. Yeah. Yes, they might be tempted to use Derrick Henry, but if they've got any sense, they'll sprinkle him in with a bit of Foreman and a bit yeah. of Hillard. And they'll they'll allow Tannehill to run as well because the Bengals are not great defending anything. They're okay, but Middle Tannehill he's had one or two or three really iffy games, and the rest of the time he's been steady and just piloting this ship as pieces were falling off. It's not been as superb as last season from him, but they got the number one seed. <laughs> And their best player didn't play for half the year. He he must be involved in that somewhere along the line. So between Tannehill and Vrabel over Taylor and Burrow, I, I just think I, I, that's where I'm going. I absolutely think the Tetons are winning this one. But it'll be close. I'm just check, I've just checked my Super Bowl challenge, and I have gone Bengals. January Joe to throw it to uh, January Jamar. And- <laughs> What about January Jones? Is she turning up there as well? I hope so. <laughs> um, I think we all hope so. But yeah, um, I think this is, it's, it's not the hardest to pick, but it's, 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 really? it, no, I no. say it's the hardest to pick. Oh, I thought it was but, the, the last one's the hardest to pick. But um, yeah, I just think, I've, for some reason, I just have this feeling that the Bengals' momentum takes them through. So you're, you're backing Paul's opinion that momentum counts. 
I think it does in play. I think it does I in one off do. one off games. Like, like if playoffs. any team needed a rest, it was the T Dogs. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. true. Which I think is why they played all their starters in week seven, week eighteen. Sorry, I think that could be a detriment to them just as much. Could be. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, uh, in so the, we're, we're split on that. One. We are in the NFC Niners at Packers. I'd like to start the opening argument for the Packers. Okay, they're a better football team. Yeah. I agree. I would agree uh, with that. Before we make the argument, is anyone here taking the Niners? Because most of us took the Niners over the Cowboys. I am not taking the Niners in this game. I think the Packers are too good. Aaron Rodgers is too good. They've had the rest. Uh, we don't know what the state of half the players on the Niners is. Well, I, yeah, the state okay. looks good. Fred Warner. I is can tell you the state of the fit. Packers. Bosa. Is probably going to be fit. Probably. I mean, he's not as good as Crosby. <laughs> doink Seething. doink the clown doink doink, doink it here um, um, I've gone with the Packers and I can't see beyond them they're, they're rested I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's um, going to be one as uh, one side as you think I don't, I'm not Adams saying. against your cornerbacks Adams against our cornerbacks earlier in the season and we almost beat them almost I, I think this is the, the Niners aren't the Niners are a much better team than people give them credit for yeah I picked them to win easily against the Cowboys. I really, I never had any. Yeah, I never had doubt. any doubt. Me, I, I just I, think if they'd have drawn any, if they'd have drawn either uh, the Rams or the Bucks, I'd have said they got more of a chance. No, I was exactly. Saying, this is just drawn the wrong, to me. This is the worst the matchup. Yeah, and I, I had the. I, if I if they had vehemently disagreed with you on that, I uh, right. I will say I do think the Packers will win, but I, I do think there is a recipe for the Niners to beat the Packers. I'm saying it's close. There's a path. I'm there saying, is definitely yeah. a path because they they, they beat them, uh, you know, two years ago yeah. in this play, and the teams haven't changed that much. No, I think the the, the way firstly Aaron Rodgers has never beaten the 49ers in, in the playoffs. Most of those games were in uh, in San Francisco, so back in Candlestick, <laughs> Candlestick, yeah, actually in San Francisco. Um, the 49ers defensive line has has got to get to him. It's got to rush him. And it's got to hope that they can disrupt him enough to throw him off his rhythm. That's one thing. And that's a tough thing to do. I freely admit that is. But I think if there is any D-line in football that can do it... Let me just confirm, you're you're saying Aaron Rodgers uses the rhythm method. Yeah. yeah. He does whatever Joe Rogan tells yeah. him. If there's any D-line that can do it, it's the 49ers. On offense, you can run against this Packers defense. You absolutely can. It's the weakness of the Packers defense and it's the strength of the 49ers offense. Jimmy G can't make any mistakes this week. Last week we could we could have got away with one or two, and we did. He can't make any because Aaron Rodgers is much much better than Dak Prescott. So there is a path to win. Do I think they will win? Probably not. Would I be shocked if they did? No. How many games this season has Jimmy G made no mistakes? Quite a few. He doesn't throw that many interceptions. No, I'm not talking about interceptions. I'm talking about missed passes like the one to Debo. Every yeah. Well, I so most quarterbacks have mistakes. Yes. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't. No, exactly. Which is why you can't give him the ball. I think this, this is going to be a very interesting game. I, I think the Packers will win overall, but it's going to be very interesting to see how they react to this run-down-your-throat offence. Yeah, no one likes it rammed down their throat, but we know that that's what the Niners are good at. The Packers, it's not going to shock them that that's what's going to happen. I just think... The return of Bakhtiari with Aaron Rodgers in the form he's been in, it won't matter. They'll just, it could be for me a scoring performance like the Bills put, just put on the Patriots. 
Because whilst I don't think the Niners will play as poorly, I can see the Packers scoring, scoring, scoring. I just don't know how you'll stop them. Absolutely disagree with that. This is playoff Packers. They're gonna they're gonna shit the bed at this one point. One game too early. I for think. That. Yeah. I, I, no, I've got them going to the. I've got them going to the Super Bowl. As have I. <laughs> sure. Jim's put such an argument forward. You're changing your mind. I'm gonna go for the Niners because I want to be the I want to be the um outlier the the objecting voice. I don't think it's going to be as one side as you. Gary picked the Lions for this game. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he did. He he picked the St. Louis Rams. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even get it. (laughs) Uh, The other NFC game is Rams at Bucks. Yee, that's hard. Yeah, this one I think could be the toughest. Do you know what? I don't think I don't think this was hard. I'm gone Bucks. You've gone Bucks. Bucks. Rams beat them early in the season. I just I think it depends on Jensen and Worths. If Jensen and Worths play. I think the Bucks will win. If they don't play, I think the Rams, I think Aaron Donald getting to Tom Brady is a massive problem. So I think this is a great chance for the Rams to beat them. There's something interesting. There's a really cool stat I found out. There's a player in the for the Bucks who's never lost a playoff game. Uh, Antoine Winfield? Jason Pierre-Paul. Jason Pierre-Paul, yeah. Is he 11-0 or something in the playoffs? Yes, he's never lost a playoff game. But he's lost three fingers. <laughs> he was Antoine Winfield, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that's got to do with it. I mean, a, I suppose a, he hasn't got that many fingers to wear rings on. But no. that's he has the potential to be a firework in that defense. He really does. <laughs> Give that man a hand. Uh, uh, okay, well, so we're a bit split here. Then clearly, the Bucks uh, will come in as favourites because they're at home, uh, and they've got Tom Brady, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We know, but Brady needs that O line because he's making people into stars on the outside by throwing to. Perryman and who was that fellow that they dug up at Wilson? Taylor, 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 Taylor Wilson? Tyler Wilson? Johnson? Maybe. See, we can't remember. Yes, Johnson. That yeah. was him. Tyler Johnson. Johnson. That's it. Uh, Let's talk about solicitors for <laughs> Tyler Wilson Johnson, that guy. <laughs> Tyler Wilson Johnson Brady. That's yes. it. That, that's it. And I, I, I really have a good feeling about the Rams. What is the way that Brady was always beaten by the Dolphins when he was at the Patriots? Pressure up the middle. So if you don't get it rammed down your throat, you want pressure up the middle. And the Rams have got a pretty good weapon to ram it down your throat. They, absolutely, they do. This is going to be a very interesting game, but you are right. It's the, it's the Bucks only line because every other part of the Bucks is good enough. Yeah, but the, the Rams are an un, this this Rams team is a bit of an unknown quantity still because they're very good. But you still got a lot of players who aren't used to playing together at this level. The Bucks have mm. had a proper off season of, and they haven't that made that many changes to the team. Hardly any. They brought back all their starters. The only one to twenty-two go is uh, a certain Mr. Antonio Brown. Yeah, so you know, it's uh, nail your card to the wall time though. Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. Then I will be the dissenting voice and take the Rams. You were going for Bucks earlier. No, I didn't. I didn't. I said I thought the Bucks were the better team. But Barrett, David, Pierre, Paul—they're all going to swarm, and I think. Um, I'm. I don't. I'm not going to say it's going to be a resounding win, but I think they do enough. Yeah, Bucks run defense is much much better, so they're not. The Rams aren't going to be able to lean as much than that, which means you have to lean on Stafford. And I think Stafford's good, but, but he has made a mistake. But it all hinges on the Bucks O line. If the Bucks O line is completely fit. Come, no, well, I don't think it all hinges on that. You look how fast Brady was throwing the ball this week. 
Yeah, but he did get sacked a few times as well. Like yeah. they were getting to him. And, yeah, and if Aaron got, Donald gets him, he's going to bury him. They'll absolutely get to him, but I think Detroit Stafford could come out. I'm going to ask a stupid question because I can't remember the answer to it. And somebody's going to shout me down. Where, Four. where is Ndamukan Sue these days? No, he's still there. At Tampa. At Tampa. Yeah. Now, he used to say that his favourite thing to do was to hit Tom Brady. That was his thing. Like when he was at the Dolphins, he just wanted to kill him. And you get the feeling Aaron Donald will be the same. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I just Donald think is. if Aaron Donald gets to him, Brady might not get up. Uh, he got sacked. He, he, you know, he's, 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 he got sacked. But last week he got sacked by like Fletcher Cox, yeah. who's also a massive yeah. human being. I know. I know. He, you know, he's been he's he survived twenty four years in this this league. He'll survive another week against Aaron Donald. Yeah. No I matter know. how many times he gets to him. If the O line is fit, of course I will take the Bucks. But as of today, nobody's saying they are all fit. And so I just think I just think Aaron Donald eventually must win a Super Bowl. He must. You'll have to forgive me for the no, um, I never for the double entendre. But if you have a two second release, you're going to have a problem with sacks. Well, this this is the thing. It is an issue. Okay, well, with a little bit of divided opinion on that. Well, I may be shouted down. Um, I suspect this is the one people are going to find hardest to pick. Uh, AFC, Bills at Chiefs. This to me is the hardest one to pick. But I've got me still going with Chiefs. I'm going with the Bills. And I'll tell you why I'm going with the Bills. Go on. Make a bad podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going with the Bills. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Eight, sef- eight second previews. That's a that's a new podcast. It's just, just predictions. Just, what do you think? The no, the no context prediction <laughs> podcast. Save us a couple of hours every Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us why the Bills are going to win, Paul. I think again, this is momentum for me. So Josh Allen is playing out of his skin. Yeah, that is a. They didn't. I'm not saying this to make you know rub salt in the wound. They didn't. Dis- they didn't. No, they beat, destroyed. They the destroyed. Yeah, the yeah, they did. Yeah, and this is a team that will want to get payback on the Chiefs for last year. Yes, I agree. I'm also taking the Bills, and I, I, and it's it, the Chiefs are at home, and everything tells me the Chiefs should win. But I, I think that it's gonna if it comes down to the run games because I think the two quarterbacks are playing as well as each other. If it comes down to the run games and the defenses, I think the Bills are better in both of those aspects. I honestly do. Uh, and and I think it will come down to that. It'd be a three point game, and that that'll be it for me. I I I just think the Bills are going to be a better closing team, and this is the bit where the Chiefs will probably score forty on them. But right now, it feels to me like the Bills have got the best chance they've had in years of progressing to the Super Bowl. I hundred percent agree with both your takes, but you're picking the Chiefs because they're at home. I'm going to pick the Chiefs because it just feels like a really Bills thing to do. <laughs> To absolutely shit the bed. And I think the Chiefs 100% turn up for this. I think, they, I think they've they got momentum as well. You look at the end of their season, they've been absolutely destroying teams. The Bills, I think, are a very good team. They're playing very, very good football. I think this will be a very tight game. But I just feel like it's going to come down to a last-minute drive by Josh Allen, and he's going to throw an interception. Big wow. big news there. You, you're predicting it that finitely, are you? Yeah. The Chiefs have cornerbacks. <laughs> I just feel Josh Allen's going to go for a little bit too much and try and be the hero. But that's very Pat Mahomes this season. Uh, not recently. They're both capable of doing that. Not the last few games. He's a lot more short passing. Mm. Well, I'm sticking with my... I'm, I'm agreeing with Paul. I, I mean... John? 
not going to be shocked. Definitely going win. Chiefs. So, I mean, I've gone with the Bills all year, and I'm picking the Chiefs to beat them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's not on the fence. He's <laughs> fell off the other side. So our new sponsor, Creosote. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, I just I just can't go against this Chiefs team at the moment. I think he fell off the fence because I he, think they he won- manscaped and he just so smooth he fell off. It's um lid right off. Yeah. Um they want they want they will want they'll be desperate to make amends from last year's play um Super Bowl. I think they want to be there. Mm. I we haven't seen playoff Josh Allen in yet because the Pats were so poor. Pats didn't get to him. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I think I don't think it's going to be a tight game. I think it'll be quite open, and I think, uh, but I think the Chiefs will edge it. I think the fact that there's been a lot of disagreement shows you that these are the best four games we could have had. Yeah, because yeah. there's nothing easy about there, there. There just isn't anything easy about these games. Um, so um, that's I mean, a, that's a good sign. Apart from the Bengals, I mean, <laughs> this is we we could have saved ourselves twenty weeks of football. <laughs> And um, yeah, um, you know, much. just these. This is the seven teams we'd have picked, and um, you could have picked the Bengals out of a hat. Well, but, most of us had either the Browns or the Ravens. Yeah, yeah I was going to say either in that particular position, and you couldn't argue either of those. I think but but I do think these are the best eight teams. They are the best eight football teams. Yeah, and it's fair enough. All right. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to add for me before we sign off? You, we had the potential for a Cleveland frown. Yeah, I didn't want to put you on the spot, but go ahead. Can I just ask a question? That Was that it? <laughs> just, can I, can I ask a question? You may. Thank you. Good Thank night. You. <laughs> um, why is it that when you're hiring a GM, you have to announce every person you're interviewing? It's just for my own knowledge. Why do you have to announce everyone you're interviewing? I have no idea. James? I don't know why. Um, I think it's partly PR to show that, hey, look, we're... we're we're looking far and wide rather than it being nepotism and, and hiring someone from within. I think some of it also has to do with the Rooney rule to say that you're, you're yeah. looking at people from um, from a different ethnic... Why are you looking at me? Like I was that? just making sure you're going to word this properly. Yeah, you're looking you're looking at people from, from an ethnic minority to kind of uh, build up kind of the, the amount of different ethnic, ethnic minorities in, in the game at a high level. Like you look at, especially coaching right now, Mike Tomlin's the only black football coach moment now that Flores and David Cully have got we keep talking about David Cully we get to it in, in any other news right. in a second um, so I think I think that's a big part of it um, and I, but I think it's also very much like we are doing our due diligence because I think you look at other when the Raiders hired John Gruden it was like right we're hiring <laughs> we're, we're, we're sacking our current coach and we're hiring John Gruden it's like well who else do you look at yeah um, I have a Cleveland same fan. with Jags and over the mile, yeah actually. I, it's uh, I don't have a name for it because I've only just yeah. But the refereeing this weekend has been. Oh, Jerome Booger's crew were terrible. Yeah, yeah. But there's that. I mean, they were talking about. I mean, you you chatted about it on Saturday. They 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 break up the crews, don't yeah. they? And then bring in the best personnel. So Jerome Booger's crew is broken up, and he's working with people he's not worked yeah. with before. It's like getting it's in, just... start qualifying for the Champions League, and then yeah. being told you've got to take players from Luton, Bournemouth. Bradford, yeah, <laughs> like, well, that bad. Wait, but yeah, they're not working as a team, and um, so like the Raiders, I'm I'm gonna you know uh, you know whatever else, they weren't good enough to win this game, but they can still feel sh- uh, a chagrin that one of the touchdowns probably should have been I mean, tech by the letter of the law should have been called off. The Cowboys, you know, the 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 play, whatever, you know, the the, the ref, the the line. 
refs didn't get to the line in time to spot the ball. So that's, um, you know, the, the Cowboys fans are furious. It's like they're trying to, you know, hamper the ref units by mixing them up yeah. and whatever they are. I just, um, I think... I don't um, agree with it. I, I just think if you're good enough to be given a playoff game, you should be allowed to select your crew. That's and exactly if that's your crew it, that you've got, then then you should stick with it. It's a really strange one for me. I don't understand why the NFL do it. They say they do it as a reward, and then they wonder why refs struggle. And, it, you know, it's... Bear in mind, it's, these refs aren't paid either. They've got other jobs. So yeah. something to be thrown in with other, someone who you've not worked with all season... That's Why doesn't the league pay the refs? I don't know. It's a terrible idea not to it pay. It really them. is. It's a. Yeah, I think because so much. It's a billion pound you know, like, industry. Yeah. I, I, I'll throw this out because it's a thing. But in in cricket, there is an elite panel of umpires who travel the world and, and umpire the major games. Surely the NFL should be the same. 100%. Exactly that. Yeah. I, I think you'd find very few people outside of the NFL that would disagree with you on that. Because the, the, perhaps I mean, they can't afford we, it. We always. We always go back to the referee, like the the football comparison, because that's what we're used to. And you know, the we have professional referees in in foot in soccer, whatever else. But the amount of like the pressure that the refs have in yeah. American football, like just spotting the ball, is just the most insane. Like, like it's a billion dollar sport. And you have a referee like just like I think it was about there. Yeah, and, and you're like when the worst uh, kickers get paid three, four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and the and you can't you know, spare it, a cash for the refs. No, it's yeah. Well, um, they're still measuring, measuring distances with, with some chain. chains. It's, yeah, it's it's bullshit, and uh, <laughs> it's very strange. They don't help themselves. I agree yeah. absolutely. Did you come up with a name for the Cleveland Brown Paul? You didn't, did I'll you? You completely forgot about I it. I was looking to find that clip I mentioned earlier. Oh, terrible. Um, so it did come up briefly there before we sign off. David Cully fired by the Texans uh, in a ridiculous a move. You can't, you can't even fire people right. We <sighs> yeah, met- they waited two, three days longer than anyone else. We mentioned it last week, and we, uh, I think I said we said he's going to go. I said I said it only makes sense if they've got someone in mind. And then and they uh, interviewed Heinz Warned. Yeah, it turns out that no, yeah, yeah, they yeah, interviewed yeah, Heinz Ward. Yeah, Paul, Paul's looking at us like, what, what now? Ex. Steelers receiver. No, yeah. no, just some bloke off the street. He's got a very similar name. Yeah, yes. the ex-Super ex, ex Bowl MVP. Yeah, but no one seems to know why, and he doesn't seem to be a favourite for the job. <laughs> They've got nothing. Nick Casario, whatever his name is, just doesn't have a clue. He's basically come out this week and said, we fired David Cully, uh, and Deshaun Watson isn't likely to play for us ever again, and that's it. And you're like... Uh, Kellen Moore's interviewing at the Vikings and Dolphins. <sighs> I don't know why. We'll have to... Have to come back and do some, but yeah, David more. Cully out of a job. He went four and twelve with probably the worst squad in the league. Yeah, he, he managed to get good performances out of Davis Mills. I, yeah, we 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 marked the playoff losers, so I'd give him a seven out of ten. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. If seven out of ten higher. is fair, and and I am. I mean, sometimes you see who was the guy that was the coach before Cliff Clinkenuts at Arizona. Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes did not deserve a second year. He was bad. David Cully wasn't bad. No. David Cully did fine. And I just, I think it's a mark of a very poor organisation. They gave him a five-year deal and didn't guarantee it for five years, which tells you all you need to know. Well, they've given him $20 million in total. I don't Cully. know. Yeah. I read, yeah. I mean, they're welcome to pay me yeah, $5 million. I get it. I'll go away. I get it. I understand. But I just think 
They don't appear to have someone lined up. No. In which case, it's a very poor S- move. Same old Texans. I'm sorry. Texans going to Texans, yeah. They, uh, I think I, I put it on Twitter. They've been a car crash of an organisation for the last five, ten years almost. Yeah. Like yeah. since since Bill O'Brien took over as GM as well as head coach, it's just been a complete clusterfuck. Since they appeared in the playoffs with Osweiler, it's been just um, well, even like worse and worse and worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they seem right. to have decided several years ago we want to follow the Patriot plan. What they've done is followed it without having Tom Brady, without having Bill Belichick, and without realizing that the Patriots weren't going to be successful forever. Also, that actually following the Patriot yeah. plan, like it's yeah. just that's bull bullshit. Oh, absolutely, I, I just really feel for David Cully. I don't think he'll get another opportunity straight away somewhere else, but I, I think he certainly deserves to be considered for whatever positions are going that he wants. It's a bit like the Todd Bowles at the Jets. Yeah, that man's done the very best he could with what he had, yeah. and he will end up somewhere else. They went ten and six with Todd Bowles in their first season. The Jets, ten and six. That was the year they missed the playoffs with Fitz Magic. Yeah. They went ten and six. Don't ever yeah. forget that the guy did brilliant things. Uh, yeah, I feel for David. Carr. I, just, I don't think he will end up somewhere else because he wasn't. Like, he came out of nowhere. Yeah, he wasn't a named hire, was he? Like, so he'll no, probably not, get another right job now, somewhere, but, but probably not as a head coach. Nah. He hasn't. Unlike Hugh Jackson. Or someone like that. He he's, hasn't blotted his not, head coach. He's not copy tainted book. his reputation at all. I think, if anything, he's enhanced his reputation. Yeah, that's definitely. Right. I believe that is it for Wiki Wiki Wah, Wiki Wiki Wah Wah, Wildcard Weekend. Being uh, on Super Divisional Round. So the Super Divisional drop the Super? Jesus Christ. No. We are going to keep this extended playoffs. It's just always going to be <laughs> like this. Yeah, oh, I can't stand it. Right. That's right. The Mega Super Bowl's happening at the end of the <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to sign off as any. Thank you very much for listening and good night.